Kick Out Crew. James L. Corai. Brad Stanton. Coach Rosie. Adam from Bill. Mike Whitaker. Devin Dowling. The Kick Out Crew Podcast. Available on all major podcast platforms. And watch videos exclusively on YouTube. Hi, welcome to episode 22. Uh, the guys had a lot of fun without me last week. Fucking dickheads. Everybody had a grand old fucking time. Probably one of the funniest episodes without old James. So, uh, fucking take away y'all show. Scissor, 22 scissor. <laughs> it's time to scissor on 22, fellas. Let's go. On 22s. All right, that being said, welcome to uh, episode 22 of the Kickout Crew. I am James L. Cora, if you already forgot about me, because you didn't really see me in the last episode. And, hey, is uh, that Deb in the background? Get yeah, Deb sure. Bring yeah, her in. Her. Bring her in. <laughs> I saw you trying to sneak, trying to sneak Deb in How there. How did you see her? <laughs> She's sneaking away. <laughs> I, I saw you talking to somebody. I knew it wasn't your kid. <laughs> see, I they start. always say we start out slow. Here we are, jumping out there. Which got is good to start out fast. Boy, we cover some good matches today. The best. <laughs> that being said, uh, want to appreciate everybody uh, joining last week. Uh, Adam, Frank, and uh, Bryant really enjoyed that. Uh, I thought it was hilarious looking back at it, uh, you know. Yeah, uh, everybody did good. I thought it was funny. Uh, I'm not going to ramble too much about last week's episode because I wasn't fucking on it. So, <laughs> no, I'm kidding. But uh, that being said, let's get this one rolling. We're on episode 22. It's Emmett Smith's number. Fucking love Emmett Smith. Go to hell, Brad. And uh, I really don't have that much to say. I guess just kind of catching up with everybody. Uh, so, Brad, bend away. So, we did talked a little bit about Top Guy Weekend last week, but I want to say a little bit more. Uh, let's see, Randy's son. Now, let me ask you a question. <laughs> what was that liquor that you had in the bottle? What was that? Sailor Jerry. Kind of, you know, it's Jerry. good rum. And since I live on the beach now, you know, our. All right. So this is probably about, what do you think? About one o'clock in the morning, uh, Friday or Friday night? Everything's I mean, a blurb. Like, <laughs> so your guess is as good as mine. <laughs> There's not a whole lot to this story, but it's a story that felt like it went on for me forever. So... <laughs> We got the Sailor Jerry, and uh, Randy's son over here says to me, you know what you could do? I just figured out exactly what you're talking about. <laughs> you could get me a Sprite, and we could drink this. Wait, wait, like, are I you sure? Hey, if you're going to talk like me, you got to be like, <laughs> we get, you know, I heard a little right. shit last week. So, <laughs> down, dude, like the so Sailor Jerry. <laughs> one o'clock in the morning, everything in this hotel is closed, and uh, there is a vending machine. I do know where the vending machine is. So, by the way, you're not being very nice at this time. I mean, no, I, I, I was I was trying to coach you through the moment. It was like almost angry. 
like you like you've been telling me this for a long time which i just found out so all right i'm going i go down the stairs now i'm feeling pretty good at this point real good actually and i look at the vending machine there's uh there's pepsi there's mountain dew and then there's 10 different kinds of water so i'm like okay i don't see any sprite walk back up the stairs and you say well then go ahead and get a mountain dew <laughs> and i'm wow. not going to tell you again that, okay just because i talk loud it's not abrasive so i come back downstairs again and I, I i get out my dollar bills i put one dollar bill in spits it back out put another dollar bill in spits it back out a third spits it back Good out like, oh my Good gosh time. so then a five dollar bill all right i got a five dollar bill put that in spits it back out i'm like what in the world so all right wait wait this is one of those new vending machines that takes credit cards okay i swipe my credit card decline i swipe <laughs> it again decline i i am at this point i'm gone i'm gone for i i it felt like an hour but it was at least 10 minutes because i just kept putting money in the machine and it just kept spitting back out of me credit card back at me so i, I i'm afraid to walk up the stairs I know what's I know what's up there waiting for me. Angry boy that wants to drink this stuff. Hey, you were continue. not happy. You go were not ahead. happy. Go ahead. So go I get forward. back up, and you and it's like it's <laughs> these freaking eyes. I connect with me across <laughs> if, just across the the lobby, and you're looking oh, at me man. like, what the fuck, dude? <laughs> what the fuck are you doing? I couldn't get it. I felt I thought it was on on camera. I, I funniest home videos. I could not buy the soda. Eventually, I heard there was a Dr Pepper involved. What? No, you see, then you come up with the five and try to hand me the five. <laughs> I forgot this part. At this, see, here's the thing. While you're gone, every Tom, Dick, and Harry's walking over to me. Hey, man, you got anything for that liquor? Hey, man, let's drink. Let's party. Let's drink. And I'm like, oh, Brad's getting soda. Brad's getting soda. You know, the third time you come back with a five, like, it's not working. I'm like, what the fuck do you mean it's not working? <laughs> it's just not working. It's not working for me here. I'm like, you can't work a vending machine? <laughs> and you're just like, it just spits it out every time. <laughs> I mean, these are crisp dollar bills. These are crisp fives. I'm pretty sure my credit card had at least three bucks on it. Pretty sure. <laughs> it, was a long, it was a long night. All right. Uh, I didn't know if I maybe went over the limit, but. Anyway, very funny. Just a simple story, but it was just... So I was wondering what the fuck vending meant. Now I completely get it. Just thinking back on it, just remembering your face and just that face of, like, disappointment and, like, see, like why can't you just... I get, wasn't mad, get, Brad. I was just disappointed. Mad, not mad, disappointed. <laughs> like, getting a surprise on the test that we studied all night for. That's what I felt like. I, felt, I just could not please... <laughs> when you came back with that five, like... It's not working. I can't work it. I'm like, what I, I can't do, do it anymore. I give up. It. Let's just drink the bottle. Let's just drink what's in the bottle without yeah, it. I think somebody ended up giving me a duck pepper. And then, like, everybody took, like, one shot. I was like, well, I'm going to go back. I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> so that duck pepper was 90% full by the time I went to bed. And good so, old Brad. Dad, so as late as that was, he was up at 11 o'clock next morning. He had a beer again. What's that, yep. Mike? All day. So Randy's son did it to me on Sunday. <laughs> <laughs> and what I end up doing is going to the front desk because you can buy drinks from the front desk. You can buy drinks from the front desk uh, at one o'clock in the morning? 
You can buy beer up until two o'clock in the morning at the front desk. Well, I just went in the cabinet. I didn't know anything about Chicago time. So Friday night, it's 1.50 in the morning. And it's literally just me and Mike still in the lobby, just standing there talking. He walks over to the lobby person. He's like, can I just get another Miller Lite or whatever he says? I don't, I can't understand what he's saying when he's across the room. But he comes back with three Miller Lights in his hands. And he's like, they stop at two. (laughs) (laughs) I had to be sure. I mean, our state of mind at this point, you know, it was a long day. Because I know we started drinking beers at City Works at about 12 o'clock. So it was uh yes. well we were waiting on Adam that day too. Yeah, Adam that went to Dunkin' yeah. Donuts two and a half hours, Costco was that Saturday, like, like oh no, that was Friday. I know Saturday, I think me. Oh yeah, that's right, because me and my dad went and got breakfast and I had the oh, honor of putting the nail o'clock. in Brad's so coffin like one night. Was that, what was that coach? I, I, I had the honor of putting the nail in Brad's coffin one night. Put uh, you out at the end of one night. I'm guessing that was Saturday night, because that's definitely a nail in the coffin night. It didn't, yep. That lasted until ten o'clock the next morning. <laughs> That's oh, we were out. When we get down, we get down. Damn. We were out in that parking lot. <laughs> I'm on vacation. <laughs> I definitely uh, to bed. Two hours later, I go to the same room because we were sharing a hotel room, and he's already sound asleep. <laughs> oh yeah. Well, it didn't help that I was drinking Long Island iced teas too. Uh, those are uh, no joke. No joke. See, we, uh, me and my dad met Shivani. <laughs> my dad's like. Do you behaving, James? I'm like, always, Tony. And he's like, uh, yeah, you know, something about drinking. My dad's like, you should have heard him snore last night like a damn grizzly bear. He's see through everything, blah, blah, blah. And Tony's like, you should really get a CPAP machine. You know, you should get that looked at, James. You know, I got a CPAP machine and blah, blah, blah. And, I was, <laughs> and my dad's like, oh, I'm just, you know, I'm just kidding. But Tony's like, quick, like, you should look into a CPAP machine. Have you thought about that? Like, <laughs> he went all like, like, they are. <laughs> So anyway, late night with the kickout crew. Late night with the kickout crew. Always. Back to you, James. And early oh, morning. Right. Hey, damn right. Yeah. <laughs> what a very uh, financially invested weekend I had, or about two weeks of a bunch of good luck. <laughs> My, our, our tax dollars really helped the Schomburg area. As it was an honor to help their infrastructure. I'm pretty sure we keep CityWorks in business if they keep going there. (laughs) Yeah. No joke. I went there three times. You did too. Yeah. Good restaurant. It was good. And I think last year, I think I went four times. You might have went four times this time. More like, because everybody's like, where are we going to go? Where are we going to go? Like, fuck it. Nobody's deciding. Go next door. The best is John Alba, though. The best is John Alba looking at us when he walked in there on Friday, like, oh, shit, these guys are here. But if you're going to hide, pal, if you're going to hide, how about you hide somewhere other than the place connected to the hotel? Yeah, like downtown, <laughs> maybe, you know? You At know least he sat going downtown. He sat with us, and it was actually awesome. I said we're going to have lunch. Yeah, and he barely there. Story he was, was when DoorDash didn't bring Ed's meal. You remember how fucking he was freaking out? <laughs> <on that? laughs> Let's Ed. talk about that for one Let's second. Not, right, second can we not talk about in. Ed at Top Guy Weekend? I walk in. He's the first he one I see. a comedy of errors that weekend dives into my arms dives into my arms greatest moment i'm like hey ed he's like hey father and son moment literally literally less than five minutes later he threw his phone on the ground and is stepping on it and i (laughs) said what's going on and he said he said door it was one of the door dashes or it was uber eats or grubhub and i said oh i go this is exactly what i expected from ed (laughs) brace 
Look behind the curtain. Is that I was saying that same thing at the pay per view. My dog's yeah. always barking at something. This great Just shit. Well, anyway, that's a lot of Schomburg talk. Right. Yeah. Two weeks ago. But hey, good to see you guys again. Adam, <laughs> yeah, right? last episode crushed it. Right. Amazing. That was hilarious. There are a lot of times I was like, man, that dude's funny. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Waka, waka, waka. That horse still had me rolling. <laughs> I was like, oh my God, he did. I like how David had like, no idea what I was talking about. No, I had to Google it today. <laughs> I didn't even know. <laughs> after, you, after you Googled it, what did you think? Oh, I, I think it's hysterical. <laughs> kind of. <laughs> he needed a kryptonite. He just needed a horse. Right? Or oh, a horse named Kryptonite, huh? Last week, think we that, you think they used Carenza? the seed of that horse and named the horse Kryptonite? Because <laughs> in the world, then that a question in the world, you know, they that's high dollar sperm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Anyway, <laughs> enough about that. Mike, <laughs> you got anything you want to talk about? <laughs> uh, well, actually, I do. I got something little here. I was going through and I was trying to think of something else to talk about this week. And I came up across stupid laws in different states. So I'm like, all right, cool. There's six of us, six different states. Let's see what we got. So I got a couple for each state. <laughs> Every time. Can you hear me writing? <laughs> you went mute again. You're mute, Mike. This is a kung fu movie. <laughs> he said the state of Georgia. If it's mute, I'm going back. Am I back? There it is. There it is. Thank God. My my shit pops up when something happens. I don't know what the fuck it does. <laughs> okay, but Pennsylvania, a bedroom cannot be no more than 200 feet from a bathroom. A victim? A no, a bedroom cannot be 200 bedroom. feet. Oh, bedroom. Yeah, bedroom. Fortune telling is. <laughs> There's <laughs> <laughs> okay. a, a good one. Hold on. I'm not even getting one. Uh, fortune telling is illegal for personal gain. In what state? Pennsylvania. These are oh, these man. are in Pennsylvania. Such okay. here. <laughs> you cannot catch fish with your bare hands. No noodling. And, <laughs> yep. And Brad, you cannot buy a car on Sundays. Hell yeah. Let's keep it that way. <laughs> that really So Georgia. Great shit. Over man. Here. I love these stupid laws. <laughs> in Georgia, you cannot carry an ice cream cone in your back pocket on Sundays. <laughs> Monday through Saturday, you're good. Sundays you can't. Yeah. You cannot keep a donkey in your bathtub. You're allowed to have in your bed ba- in your bathroom. It's not allowed to go in your bathtub. You cannot put a dead bird in your neighbor's yard. That's illegal. <laughs> and the most important thing, you cannot whistle after 11 p.m. on Mondays. Inside or outside? Doesn't matter, right? It doesn't matter. You well, just can't whistle. Work? It doesn't matter. You can't whistle <laughs> while you work? I guess not. Oh, I don't man. know. Not, not after 11 on Mondays. Tuesdays, <laughs> it's only for one hour. What if I work night shift? Oh, yeah, I guess it is only one hour. It's, it's only 11 to midnight. Before you continue, next next year at Top Guy Weekend, we got to find out the Illinois laws. And then we got to look and see what everybody's doing and then, like, like the police. And then be like, hey, Ed, you, sh- Ed you should totally do this outside in the public. <laughs> okay. So, in Alabama, 
it is illegal to flick your burgers in the wind. So you better wipe that shit off. You cannot wear a fake mustache in church. (laughs) Everybody knows that. Yep. Everybody knows that. It's illegal to wrestle a bear. Can't do that. Now, here's a good one. You cannot drive blindfolded. However, you can drive the wrong way down a one-way street if you have a lantern on the hood of your car. Oh, Chicago. So that's why I messed up. I didn't have a lanyard. <laughs> Going down the one-way street, driving in medians yep. and shit. I didn't have a lanyard. That's where I messed up. In, uh, in New York, you cannot sell dog or cat hair. Tony Schiavone couldn't sell it here. Sorry, Tony. <laughs> yep. You cannot throw a ball at somebody's face for fun. I've Out of anger, you can, but you cannot do <laughs> it. You cannot do it. Yeah. You cannot do it for what, fun. What about two balls? For two pleasure. balls might be able to put in their face. Yeah. Aww. You cannot greet. You, you cannot greet somebody with your nose on your thumb, wiggling on your fingers. Can't allow to do that. Hey guys. Three guys at once. Yep. <laughs> and Yankees. You cannot take a selfie with a tiger. Now that's very, very funny because a lot of these laws go way back, right? Yeah, I'm doing. Not, not, not a tiger, tiger but, but a lion is okay, not a tiger. But it's like yep. selfie's kind of a newer thing because these are old laws, and that's what makes them funny. But selfie. It's kind of you know 21st century, you know. Yeah, that's a new word. <laughs> what what had to happen for that to happen? <laughs> you know? that, that I do not know. And why okay. so specific again? Right? Yeah, like that <laughs> ice cream cone one. I'm really wondering, like, was there a town hall meeting and someone's like hammered, like, damn it, <laughs> that had I think it was a chocolate ice cream cone. Powdered yeah. wigs on, pissed <laughs> off, you know. Like, <laughs> What kind of world are we and, living in when we allow that? <laughs> you know. And right now, here it's hunting season. So in Arizona, yeah, you it. cannot you cannot hunt camels. <laughs> hey, listen, hunt. Stop right there. I've been hunting camel toes in Arizona for a oh, good 30, 35 yeah. years. <laughs> Boom. That laws. This is not about the camel toe. This is camels. Okay, I like well. that. that was good. <laughs> <laughs> you cannot I'm eat dead. grass. You cannot eat grass where there is cows or sheep. Dude, that's oh, I'll stop you right there again. <laughs> Under all cow dung, there's usually some good shrooms and the grass that you uh, smoke so- there. Trust me, we're not eating in Arizona, pal. You oh, you want to talk about cow dung? Do you know what one of the high the high school I went to? One of the things that they do out there at the football field is they line off the football field. And make squares about yay big, and they sell the squares like like A4 or B7, and they let a cow go out there, and if the cow shits in the square, you get the money. That's a good bet. My school's awesome. done that before. Okay. Like, I mean, you, you're, <laughs> you buy squares, and if the cow happens to shit I, in the I, square, I you get the money. That is yeah. insane. <laughs> this one, I wish. This one, I wish. This one I wish was in Georgia. Children, kids are not allowed to sing nursery rhymes after 8 p.m. We definitely broke that it's, law. It's in the law. 
and coach, I'm starting. Kids are. I bet that would be do like, a citizen's arrest. <laughs> and, the, and the last one for Arizona, and I'm sorry, coach, and hopefully you don't go to jail. You cannot have more than two dildos in a household. <laughs> hey, Lynette. <laughs> grab that one we have you know that one i ordered on amazon that big black one oh, fuck. <laughs> that no I, it, it was a gag gift Gross. we got um sure. and it's huge it's like it's, it's huge like, it's it looks frame. like a fire hydrant if you could find that, find that for me, Nettie. Uh, you guys now, have cleaned it before it's coming on one. camera right in, in florida an unmarried woman cannot parachute on Sundays. I can already so tell be- where how this state's gonna go. <laughs> yeah, right, Florida, man. Yeah, yep. can't eat bath salts on Tuesday if, after seven. You know, some shit like that. If your neighbor's if, if your neighbor's house is on fire, you have to tell them. If you don't <laughs> tell them their house on fire, you will go to jail. They will lock the ass up. Fuck. <laughs> That's in the spirit of Jerry yeah. Seinfeld right there. Yeah, for Good real. Samaritan law. Like, well, I'm not going to, you know, they videotape yep. the robbery type thing. Yeah. Another fishing one. You cannot fish while you're driving over a bridge. Keep both hands on the time, wheels. You can't, same throw time. A, you can't cast while you're going out, you know, out the window? That's right. Okay. And last and most important, <laughs> it is illegal to have sex with a mailbox. <laughs> that that's the one I wonder how that you know like <laughs> technically it's not illegal well we need to make a law saying that it is I'm going to tell you what I'm going to be drawing a picture for Twitter for the teaser for that one I found a it dude's fucking mailbox. <laughs> there's some dude standing up next to it mailbox on his crotch <laughs> like pants halfway down like yeah. <laughs> looking, and then a woman driving by and then the cops but you see, if, if you got one of those double-sided mailboxes, someone could stand at the back, and then while the mail lady comes to put the, the, the mail in. Right here so when he's about much- to come, does he flip the red thing up? Because you're like, package. <laughs> Delivered. Look at there it is. I just took it out of the package. What the fuck is going on here? It was a gag gift. <laughs> Be yes, sure to please. check out the video. Please go <laughs> right now to YouTube. Coach so was get not. One more, Mike. I can get one more. You can. You, yeah, you don't have one more. And I have no more than two. Only one more, though. <laughs> this has been sitting in our closet so, for years. <laughs> so if, if any of us get in trouble for Look, anything, I just took it out of the pack. Go for it. Hey, yeah. you, you took told the her, out of- hey, Lynette, put it in the package so it acts like it's new. Clean <laughs> off the, you know, never mind. I'm going to leave that where it's at. <laughs> uh, Mike, that was good shit, man. Yeah, that was funny, Mike. Was yeah, funny. and the fact that Coach has it there is the best. You guys <laughs> hey, have to I know a girl that ate her own shit, so, you know, you need to make sure you clean uh, all your sex toys and everything. Sounds like a t-shirt. <laughs> <laughs> the more you know. This so might get taken off of YouTube. Did not not start off slow today. Right. <laughs> well, we've had two weeks off. We're all like ready to explode. We're ready. Yeah. Sure, we gotta follow a good episode that you know half like uh, half of us gone, and you're just keeping them. The other ones, you know, got a lot to live yeah. up to. Made up. Made do right. I will say Adam Simmons is pretty fucking funny too. And, and how knowledgeable Frank is funny, Brian obviously. He knows his shit. Yeah, he knows Brian his shit. is uh hey man, 
good people. Too. I had a good conversation with his mom at. And we actually was... sat behind him at the pay per view. Like I walked out to our seats. So I'm like, holy shit! And he like kind of turns around. And I was like, hey man, what's up? He's like, oh no way! And I was like, yeah, at least you're in front of me, <laughs> you know, because of the whole like I'm standing up too much bullshit. So then Alba comes up there. He's like, hey, what's up, guys? And he's like talking to Brian. He looks up. He's like, oh man. He goes. Did y'all play in this? And Brian's like, nah, it just happened. And then Alba's like, I'm sorry. <laughs> like walked off. So then Brian's mom like kind of you know gives me a little like side eye thing. I'm like, he's joking, he's joking. <laughs> right? Yeah, I'm just um, watching the pay-per-view. I'm like, oh, there's Randy and Randy's son. Oh, there's Bryant. It's cool. <laughs> Seeing you guys on and TV took a picture of it. Yeah, and Mrs. Ramsey. Yeah. Hmm. She was cool. I had a good conversation with her at top that weekend. I was just watching her watch everybody else curse. <laughs> <laughs> I will say there were some people up at the front. I don't know who the fuck they were, but I don't think they were down with the, like, how we all kind of know each other and we all kind of bullshit around because we all kind of know each other and they were like, like yeah, every well. time people would talk or something. But, hey, it's their weekend, you know? Yeah, maybe you should talk to us, you know? Right, Yeah. <clears throat> I didn't feel the camaraderie. Did yeah, you well, say hi to anyone? Did you go yeah, to the we're fucking like lobby? Race... <laughs> I literally I didn't feel the camaraderie. Talk to anybody, anybody. I talked. Did I you go? Did you walk person. past the lobby at any point in time and during the day? There was only one person I avoided there. <laughs> Let's leave ah. it at that. <laughs> oh, you're talking about? Never mind. I'm not even going to bring it on. Here. I'm talking about a the purchase price. Come on. Oh, I understand exactly what you're saying. I just all wasn't right. going to mention it. Yeah. yeah. Well, that's all done. <laughs> uh, speaking of that what's on today's agenda brad all right so today uh coach picked uh to do his bio which is mr baron von raschke raschke get it right baron von raschke sorry the buddy. master of the claw so this was his choice and uh something very unique to us uh something we didn't know a lot about so coach uh, you're gonna do a little talk about him so take it away yeah uh baron von raschke is is a very important wrestler in my life. He was probably one of my father's favorite wrestlers. And he was the first wrestler that was introduced to me uh, as a kid. My dad used to love to put the claw on me as a kid. And he even did it up until he passed away. He did it to all the grandkids. That was kind of this thing. You'd go up to him like Baron Von Raschke and put the claw on him. So this is a memory of my dad. So Baron Von Raschke was born in Nebraska his real name is uh, James Donald Raschke. He was born in 1940, July 20th, 1940. He broke into the business in 1966 in the AWA as a referee, but that didn't last long because soon after that, in 1967, he became a wrestler. Now he's well known for the claw, but his uh, first finisher was the Prussian sleeper because Prussia, Germany, that was the route he went. And he had a saying, and it went like this. I am ordered to win. I must win. I will win. That was his catchphrase. Simple and to the point. He throw the claw out there, bing, bam, boom. So finally he got uh, some big matches. He was managed by the great classy Freddie Blassie. And in the uh, mid to late 70s, he had a run with Bruno San Martino. He almost beat him in the garden twice. Uh, yeah. So, I mean, he was, he was huge. 
Even better than that, here's a very little known fact. A trivia question, and the answer is not Arn Anderson. Who was the first NWA TV champion? You got Baron it. Baron Von Roschke. Baron Von Roschke, you got it. The first ever NWA TV champ. He uh, meandered through Mid-Atlantic, then went to the AWA, where he became the AWA tag team champ with the Crusher. And uh, they had a long run as AWA champ. Well, he got sick of the AWA and went up to uh, the Carolinas, back to the Carolinas in the NWA, where he was part of uh, Paul Jones' army. Now, he started off uh, the program before he went to Paul Jones. He filled in for uh, Killer Khrushchev or whoever that guy was, Crusher Khrushchev, and was the three-man uh, trios champ, six-man champ with uh, Nikita and Ivan Koloff. So after that, there was a deal between Ivan Koloff and Paul Jones, some type of trade, and Baron Von Rashi went to Paul Jones. Now, he stayed with him for a little while, but he had a baby face turn, and he went up at Starcade and beat one of Conrad and Tony's favorites, Pistol Pez Watley. Hell of a match. So that was 86. Now, he did break in with the WWE for a very short stint in 1988, uh, a blip on the radar. I think he had a couple matches with the Barbarian. And he had about a four-year hiatus where he went through the uh, Indies. And then in 1993, WCW threw their Slamboree Legends Edition. And he was in a tag team match uh, with Ivan Koloff, and they lost to Thunderbolt Patterson and Brad Armstrong. That was his uh, last big match because his last ever match was in 1996 in beautiful West Virginia against David Lynch. Where is he on the PWI uh, 500 in 1996? I don't know, but must have been a hell of a wrestler. Beat him right there. Uh, but in 2010, he started a one-man stage show like Tyson. And that stage show turned into a documentary, which was released in uh, 2020 and won some awards at the Sundance Film Festival. And a lot of you newer fans out there, you might have seen him recently on AEW when he put the claw on Ethan Page. Baron Von Raschke, done a lot in this business, first TV champ, AWA tag team champ, Movies made about him. Great man. That's Baron Von Raschke. The claw. That's nice. I will say 1985, 86, 87, the Crockett stuff. Worth uh, worth checking out. Very good, Coach. Very well done. Was Pez uh, Shasta in that one he changed his name to when he like, went with Paul Jones? Yeah, yeah. I just I like calling him Pistol Pez. And another fine! Yeah. I like hey, the cup. top hat he used to wear. Coach, did some kid get extra credit for doing that for you? As a matter oh, of fact, that's that awesome. That is so badass, dude. That's a loophole. Freaking Mike with the heel turn. That hey, that's so two badass. good jokes in a that's two good jokes like, in a row, hey, Mike. Uh, for uh, hey, you that's failing for extra credit. <laughs> you know? Yeah, go research this guy that's not even German. He's from Nebraska, uh, but that he's pretending so he's badass. German. <laughs> Don't, don't tell Sorensen, they'll go pick him up for lunch. Yeah, no oh. True. True. It'd be a, it, you know what? They should do a Legends House with Sonny Ono, uh, <laughs> Ernest the Cat, 
Baron Von Raschke, uh, James, Eddie. Oh. Um, we'll throw Hacksaw Jim Duggan in there. Mark Nelson. It'll turn into Clue, I'll tell you that much. There's been a murder. <laughs> and Tony Atlas. Oh. <laughs> I ain't gonna lie, uh, the cat, I didn't realize he was that fucking tall. Ain't big guy. Yeah, that was something. Every time I turned around, Sorensen was with somebody. <laughs> We're like, hey, yeah. Sonny. He's a young he boy. invited yeah. me and my dad to go to sushi with Sonny. And I was like, bro, he invited you. Like, he didn't invite us. Like, go have fun, <laughs> man. It's your birthday. Like, enjoy. It's your show. Yeah. <laughs> Next thing you know, he's taking a picture of Sting. And I'm like, that motherfucker. <laughs> right? <laughs> Meeting Sammy Guevara. <laughs> But I mean, let's be real though. If I if we were to join, then Sonny would have been like, "All right, let's go back to the hotel." And then like we get dropped off. All right, <laughs> you know. <laughs> that happened to me one time as a kid, man. I walked to a, one of my friends' houses with another friend, and uh, he let him in. Well, not my friend at the time, I guess, but he was a friend of a friend. We walk over there, no shit. He's like, "Well, hey, Matt could stay, but James, like, see ya." And I was like. All right. <laughs> Fuck that no guy. They lived a long way from home, so that was fun. The little jaunt. His dad felt bad and like wanted to give me a ride and everything. I was like, Nah, nah, I'll walk. Nah, I'm not, I'm not wanted I'm here because they were a rich town. It was, you know, whatever. That being said, I guess then we're talking about Baron Von Raschke, and uh, I'm just gonna go with the first match. You know, Baron Von Raschke versus Bern Ganya. The YouTube video that we watched had a date of July 13th, 1974. That is completely incorrect. I researched when they fought in Chicago, and there's a bunch of dates, and I'm not really necessarily sure which one this one is, but it's from sometime. <laughs> and, you know, I want to say it was actually from 72. Actually, hold on. Did I fucking, cl- I fucking closed it? Are we not recording? We are recording. Oh, <laughs> I didn't know what you were No, no, no. About. I closed uh, the my notes because I looked up the... Because I researched this one pretty heavy because I was like, this is not a right date. And I looked up when Von Raschke faced Vern. Like, straight up did this research and it listed every one of them. I want to say this is from 72 and maybe what we saw was from aired in 74. I don't know. It was two but it's years not out. that date. So... All right. Good match, though, wasn't it? The video we watched had Vern and Greg, I believe, doing the commentary. It was a voiceover, and it was fucking terrible. They shit the complete bed. It was uh, uninspiring, which I'm very biased against Greg because, obviously, you know, big fan of Bischoff, and he just murders Greg every chance he gets. But, yeah, just was not impressed with the commentary. And uh, Wait, wait. Was Greg doing it, or was Vern doing the commentary? I think it was both of them. I think okay. Vern and Greg were like, no, so that was both of them. I was because I want to say they were talking like doing a highlight package of like them talking over old matches. Well, That's they definitely were. It wasn't. Yeah, I get it. I it was a little confusing. Um, you, Needless I, to I, say, I, they sucked. Sorry. We know. Like, can you, Adam? Can you just tell us a little bit? I don't want to get into huge bios here, uh, but a little bit about Laverne. Well, Laverne, Clarence, Ganya. Was born February 26, 1926, and he was an American amateur and professional wrestler. He was also a football player. Uh, 
He was a wrestling trainer and a wrestling promoter. AWA. He, uh, well, he started out in the NWA where he, um, I think he won the junior heavyweight title first in, what was it, 19, I was say 1949, I believe it was, where'd it go? Yeah, no, 1950, I'm sorry. He actually, um, he won his first title against Jack Dempsey. Ooh, yeah, he's a hell of a fighter. The Sierra I'm, I'm sorry, I'm on. And he was, he was one of the referees. Anyway, in um, 53, they actually gave him a Chicago version of the NWA United States Championship. So um, he was in NWA for a little bit. Uh, ended up beating Luthez for the NWA World Championship. Um, that's a big deal because everybody knows how big Luthez was and how good of a wrestler he was. Yeah. And so in 1960, he actually started the AWA, the American Wrestling Association which started out as the American Wrestling Alliance. But it got changed to the association. But um, 1960, you know, defending the title against not 90 days. Okay. So I didn't get to do a whole lot of research. I'm not real familiar with him. That's all right. We don't need a ton. We just wanted to get an idea for the people yeah. at home of who he is. And, and I did find that website. It was, 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 was a myth. It was a myth. It was a Minnesota-based. He did a lot of shows in Minnesota and a little part of Canada up there. So he ended up being a wrestler, then turned promoter and a son, you know, had four kids, you know, had um, Greg is probably the, the best known of the kids. And everybody has their opinion about Greg Gagne. So we will go into yeah. that. So, all right. So I'm just going to, I'm not going to do what I usually do here because there's obviously there's, this is a different type of match. And coach, I wanted you to take the lead. You were talking about taking the lead a little bit in this and just talking about the style that was done in this, these, not just this match, but maybe the second match too with Mr. Perfect that we were going to talk about and like how different today's wrestling is uh, from then. I definitely will. Um, wrestling back then, it was different. There was uh, a lot more amateur wrestling aspects in it. And the matches that you saw today, or that, that you can maybe do a watch along, but that we watched today, there were moves that were being held for one minute, two minutes, three minutes, same hold. Okay. Now, this is the big argument that we've that a lot of the internet wrestling community and wrestling fans in general have. It almost seems like you're on one side or the other. Are you okay with the flip and fly like we have today? or you old school with what they call rest moves and the traditional wrestling. One of the matches we saw, and a lot of the matches during that time, their finisher was a drop kick. A drop kick? Yeah, that's how one of the finishes happened in one of our matches. Um, when Tully Blanchard would do the off the rope suplex, basic. All that stuff was real basic. Or crossbodies. The crossbodies were big back then too, wasn't it? True, true. Crossbody off the top rope to the win, baby. Yeah, that's it. They, they weren't doing any black arrows or uh, hurricane ranas or anything like that. The chewing tobacco spit would fly out of their Canadian mouth. Canadian destroyer. Right. Um, and that's how people in their 40s and 50s, we were raised on that wrestling. And if it wasn't for Hulk Hogan and that whole time we talked about about 10 episodes, the rock and wrestling generation, we wouldn't have what we had today. Because if wrestling was the way it was in the 70s, 
we wouldn't have it today in 2022. The product would not last because we are stimulated differently as humans. You know, we only had three TV channels back then. We rode bikes. We went to the park. You know, we played catch. You know, now the, if the, the wrestling wasn't the way it is today. It wouldn't hold the interest of people. You remember so our parents think, being like, get out of the house, go outside, like, get the hell out of here, <laughs> you know? I definitely right. remember three channels. I do remember yeah. that, Devin. <laughs> I remember being my parents' remote control, too. Hey, get up there and turn it. Get up there and turn it. Go get me a beer. You know, Have to go outside and move the satellite. How's that? <laughs> I remember <laughs> moving some brand ears, dude. I do remember doing that. <laughs> Evan has no idea what we're talking about. No, I do. Oh, hold, 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 hold it. Dude, like, nah, you've seen Slowly it in show. Slowly let your uh, hand go and you have to, like, back away. My grandma still has TV with an antenna. She has, like, six <laughs> channels, and four of them are PBS. Mm-hmm. You, you put the aluminum foil on it to make sure to see if you get better perception and whatnot. Yeah. I get NBC, but you got to turn it this way and like bend it, you know, bend it back. So uh, I'm gonna make this, uh, Coach. I mean, I'm sorry. Did you have something else? I'm sorry. No, no, you you did great. So I, I'm I'm not gonna do like I said, but I traditionally do here because there's not a lot to break down because, like you said, there's a lot of rest holds, and so I just kind of want to go to each of you with at least this first match. Uh, so what what we saw here, there was a figure four. They called it an, a grapevine. The, the claw by that wasn't uh, a figure four. Those was a standing leg press. A grapevine. They called it a grapevine. Which yeah. I, I had to go back. Uh, and I was like, hear what? that. Yeah. What's what are you doing there, Adam? I I, I don't oh, know. I called it. myself. Oh. I tapped out. All oh. right. <laughs> you have the claw oh. by by Von Raschke. Um, Gagne. Uh, a lot of brawling submissions in this match. Um, chops, punches. Then there was an atomic drop, which was good. I loved the referee's attire. He had nice polo and slacks on. Looked very, very nice. Um, so I, I guess there was definitely believability. And I'm and this is going to be all three matches, believability in this match. But then there was just the point where it was sleeper, claw, sleeper, claw, drop kick, but didn't get all of it. Backbreaker <laughs> by Baron, went for the pin. But then he pulled up, which I thought was something a little more about today, like pulling up the heel, pulling up the head, and uh, not going for the pin. And then Gagne got the pin somehow. I'm not really sure how that ended, but he yeah, got the terrible. Pin. Yeah, it was a terrible yeah. move. So I guess Devin, I want to start with you. I know you've never seen this before. What'd you think? Uh, honestly, the match I was pretty bored. It was very slow. Uh, like you guys kind of referred to, the rest holds were just you know constant in this match. Uh, and throughout all the matches that we kind of watched today. The one thing I did like about it, though, was Vern Gagne doing his own, like, commentary over his match. Uh, it's bullshit. It's kind of cool. Like, the only time that I remembered ever seeing it was WWE will do it with, like, a legend. They'll have them rewatch their old matches. But, like, yeah. I, like that's like me know, watching this podcast cool. and doing commentary on it about how well I did. Yeah, you should Brad, try that, that next Brad guy funny? <laughs> anyway, um, Adam, you're a wrestling purist. Um, you had to get yes, some inspiration from something like this. What do you think? Uh, I mean, this is the speed they had back then. I mean, it's it's either just like Coach said earlier, either you love it or you hate it. Right. And I mean, it's, you know, you don't see them come off the ropes a whole lot. It's not a whole lot of selling. Um, I'm rewatching it right here. It's just sleepers and claws. 
No, watch this match real quick hey, right the, now. The finish is a rope move, well, though, huh? Well, I watched, I watched the wrong match. I watched Baron you watched that tag and, match. How is that even a thing? Because it was in the chat. I mean, that's what I looked. Thank what I you. Thank we're you. Gonna you know, have this since two thing, seven we're fucking matches, let me like, hey, we're doing it. I don't know how many times I repeated what we were doing, Adam. <laughs> I didn't hear none of them. I know. I know. Apparently, I didn't hear any of it. So, um, how about hey. you, Mike? What'd you but, think? About? No, it's just oh, I'm sorry, fucking... Adam. Yeah, let me fucking finish. <laughs> <laughs> but, <laughs> yeah, the pull up. I mean, I don't understand it. I mean, I know he was wanting to do the call again, but and if y'all want, I don't know if y'all noticed, but it seemed like some of this match got cut out. Oh, yeah. same time. as the next yeah. match too. I wish all of it got cut out. Hey now, now, James. <laughs> Thanks I mean, a lot. It looked we'll like he tried to. <laughs> to you, it looked like he tried to do a belly uh, back suplex, and Vern Gagne pushed him off the ropes, and just kind of fell and turned. <laughs> and I don't even know if that was like that was supposed to be the finish. It really didn't um, look like that was supposed to be the finish. Yeah, it could have been. Uh, I, I, I'm not sure. It did. It, yeah. the, like Coach the said, commentary he's not really does say the whoever I think it was Greg was like. Man, it looks like he banged, banged his head real hard right there because he popped right back up after the three. But I guess you had him dazing up for the three. And he's like, yeah, yeah. Uh, Good night, I like everybody. How, <laughs> right? I like how would work on an arm, work on a leg. I mean, he was real good about doing that. So that was one good thing I like to see. Just find a body part, work on it. Find a body part, work on it. So that was a good part of the match. All right, Mike, tell me what you thought, pal. Well, <clears throat> it was definitely different compared to what, you know, like y'all said, what we're used to now. Right. And it wasn't so much born. It was like, like different. And it's like, to me, I wondered what people that watched it then would think about it now. So like, you know, y'all's fathers and everything else that watched it then, how they would think about things now. But I mean, there was a couple of interesting things in there, here and there. And it just wasn't like something that you had to keep your eye on for, the whole time you know he put him in a headlock you can go to the bathroom real quick and take a piss and then come back it'll be the headlock. Headlock. <laughs> it would be the right. same move yeah. at least same i learned move. some japanese not in this match but i did learn some japanese today yeah, yeah that was awesome right. i can't wait to ask for james who the commentators were in that japanese match and i will be asking <laughs> i james, knew that was um, happening <laughs> james what um i kind of know what you think but i want to hear it anyway well, okay here's the deal like <laughs> i get the rest whole thing i know that was popular back then but it wasn't really wrestles because they actually like, you know, they would like flex their face a little bit or turn a little bit. So they were always kind of moving and shaking. Yes, they are like doing the claw, but he's also like, right, you know, and then like he'll uh, he'll re-slap again, you know, like do shit like that. Like, so I get at least because people say wrestles and they act like they just have him in a headlock just standing there. Like, no, they're selling it. They're grinding. They're doing whatever they need to do. So I appreciate that part of the fact that even though they're doing rest hold they're still always moving you know like they're always doing something yeah that being said it was like you know uh rest hold rest hold rest hold oh my god a drop kick rest hold oh he fell back on him pin <laughs> and i can't i don't know what the crowd reaction was because number one it was dubbed over number two the camera angle was so close and the lights were off so you can't really tell the crowd reaction yeah, I think that dubbed over thing wasn't unusual for the time. 
Oh, um, yeah, for sure. You know, because they would definitely. take all the old house footage, you know, you can't hear shit yeah. anyway. So you might as well dub it over and tell the people at home, you know, voiceovers, JR and Tony, they always talk about doing voiceovers. I thought I was watching the wrong video when that when I started hearing the voiceover. Yeah. I was like, what the hell is this? I did like watch the wrong videos. <laughs> no, I watched Devin. The... So you're the Devin of this episode, huh? <laughs> oh, Boom, Royal Rumble 98. Yeah. Well, I watched. Hey. It was hey. Bamboo Rescue hey. and Kurt, and Kurt Henning versus. It was Kurt Henning and Baron versus the Road Warriors. It was actually a pretty decent match. All right. My only excuse for that for last week is we didn't have him in the group check. Like this time, it's actually and, in the group yeah, chat. Yeah, I think your allergies <laughs> were messing up that day too. That's Coach, all I'm going to say. Coach, what did you think of this particular? You picked <laughs> this match. Why did you pick this one? For my dad, I really didn't even watch him. I'll be dead honest with you. What the okay? fuck? <laughs> well, listen. Did you want me to lie and say they're a five star? No, no. It makes for it makes for good TV. Yeah, no, because <laughs> I wanted I wanted either to be validated. Or to get my mind switched. Not that I thought that he was great, but I kind of idolized the guy. But he kind of is boring. I can well, still I think keep it's, his. It's I the memory thing the, for you, man. The, I think I'm like I'm thing, glad to do the because I know how much you know, your dad meant to you and stuff. I don't know that much about it, but yeah, you know, in the past couple horrible. years, I've definitely know. Well, I got five good matches. I'm cool uh, with doing very rescue today. Your dad. I think we're doing it for the nostalgia and the memories. Yeah, I mean he's a good God. Dude. We're not doing it for the matches. I'll tell you that much. Yeah. Um, well, coach, I appreciate that. And I I'll tell you what I I'll tell you what I thought. I mean, it's definitely realistic. Like yeah. it looks like stuff hurts. Uh, I think that and then we'll get you into have a this stroke more. in the middle of that. What, what are you saying? Realistic. Realistic. And um <laughs> also I, I think he's a character. He's definitely yeah, he's a, a character. character. He, he's he's animated. Yeah, we did. Oh my god, can Mike? Once every time Mike starts talking, he, he comes right out. when you talk, dude, it cut out. But um, anyway, Try to talk again. Uh, I I think if you're a his, you know, and we'll talk about this with all three matches. If yep. you're a fan of wrestling like we are, it all starts somewhere. Uh, it, it it's all a part of it, and know your history. Right. <laughs> you know, this is part of it. He's uh, I'm sure he's a Hall of Famer in in a lot of ways. I don't know if he may be a legacy Hall of Famer with WWE of some sort. I'm not sure. I'm yeah, sure he's. In, I'm so. sure he's in a wrestling hall of fame. Has he not made? Granted, I didn't research that, but has he not made? I didn't it? research that either. But he'd probably be in the legacy. You know what I'm saying? Because I think yeah, the legacy yeah. is more for guys that weren't really known for WWE time. That's the way I. What, what the hell's so funny, Devin? Huh? You? What are you laughing at? Just keep talking. Why? How you? Rude. <laughs> I'm just listening. <laughs> oh my gosh! What are you high again? I wish. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I wish. Like it's so unusual. Every time nah, he, there's... he went in the bathroom, he came back. Nah, I'm laughing because there's <laughs> someone else here. <laughs> the clock just struck 424. All right, hilarious. I... That is yeah. hilarious. Anyway, I just I, I figured he's probably in the legacy. If he's Speaking of a uh, clock strike at 420, and uh, you know, out of this world, the second match is. Uh... So we're doing the Kurt one. Am I correct on this? You're going to do the uh, Mr. Perfect, yeah. Perfect. Yeah, the, oh, that's pretty perfect. I watched Baron versus Andre the Giant. Can we talk about that one, too? Yeah. That's what I'm saying, because that was in the chat, it. wasn't it, Adam? Thank Ooh. you. Yeah, that was in the chat, too. Thanks for the point. Because <laughs> I that's what I watch. which ones are we doing? Because uh, you posted fucking seven matches, which fucking I watched. I watched like three or four of these already. 
But speaking of drugs, this hard. one was uh, not that hard. Aaron Von Rasky versus Kurt Henning in Las Vegas, Nevada. Yes, the Showboat, the Showboat Sports Pavilion. It was. Yeah, I didn't even watch it. I knew it was at the Showboat. It was taped. I watched it after May fourteenth, but it aired June twenty fifth. Fun stuff about these old matches is having to find out what the fuck happened and when it happened. And I only knew it was a showboat, and that's how I linked it up, actually, Coach. I saw the, the banner thing in the background, and I was like, okay, so it was at the showboat, so I'm trying to link up shit and dates and everything. So from what I found, taped May 14th, aired June 25th, 1988. So I've been to the showboat twice, but I don't I didn't remember who was there. We went to Vegas all the time living in San Francisco, but I, I don't remember. But well, it was cool. Showboat in New Jersey. Yeah. And so all uh, gcw last year that was pretty good oh yeah hey, <laughs> anyway hey, shout out to jersey right Woo. anyway um the, this match <laughs> this match was a little bit cut off of uh, the the video i had so uh do you remember did you happen to catch the announcers were james i heard them but did not know who they were <laughs> uh, it was an awa taping though so whoever the awa uh, people were at that time <laughs> You could hear Kurt like loud as hell, and you could not hear the commentary. And he's like, Give One of them was Axel Henning. One was Axel Henning. Ah, see, I thought because I, I, but I didn't know. Yeah, I, I, when I, I was listening to it, and you could hear him, you know, talking, but one of them was Axel Henning. And then, you know, towards the end of the match, he got out of it and went to the match. Because you could hear Kurt loud as hell. So we had a backdrop by Mr. Perfect, and he went for the pin. Neck breaker by Perfect. Yep. Reversal by Baron. Ah, you're missing the, what he, that pin Please after the neck me. breaker. Help me. Yeah, after that <laughs> neck breaker, he went for the pin, and uh, he kicked out. And, uh, you know, Kurt's like, bullshit. <laughs> Real yeah. fucking loud. Yeah, like well, I said, you can hear him playing his day. Definitely working the crowd, uh, I felt, for sure. Um, nice hip toss by uh, Van Raschke and the claw by him as well. But then Henning punches the referee, and there was a DQ. Um, I have to ask, Coach, in this particular instance, why you picked this match? Well, I picked it because it was Kurt Hennig, and I wanted you to see him in AWA because okay. a lot of people say that this was his best time. But I, I did not realize that uh, Baron Von Raschke was such a stiff, and the match was sucked. So you really didn't get to see Kurt Henning's greatness. That's Okay. Because he, played, he had a perfect. great series against uh, this will be in year five. We'll do Nick Bockwinkle. Now that guy could wrestle. I really um, looked. I really looked to find if I could find a longer version of this match, and I really no. I could not find it anywhere. Oh, you wanted you wanted more of it. Uh, you wanted a longer version. Yes, that's what she said. <laughs> Always to me. Why do you think I'm single? <laughs> Boom, roasted myself. <laughs> So, um, I mean, anyway, it was always nice to see Mr. Perfect and uh, Baron Von Raschke together. It was nice. Uh, not His much name was Kurt Hennig, Brad. He, this was pre-perfect. Yeah, pre-perfect. He was perfect in my heart. Oh. And when I, was it this, I seen one match, uh, y'all seen in chat, but he got tangled up in the ropes <laughs> by his neck. Is that yeah, the same match? Yeah, I watched match? that one, too. That was in the so tag match. There, Bob. We're going to hammer that. Was that was the tag match. That was in the group chat. <laughs> Absolutely oh. amazing what you guys see in the chat and what you don't see in the chat. It's amazing. <laughs> but I that just was, text yeah. Evan. True. Yeah, Mike, I watched that match, too. He bladed himself right there in front of everybody. Yeah, he bladed him. Right there in front of God and everybody. You can see him. 
Yeah. Right when you got hit, I mean, because the chair hits. You, you don't know what? Yes. Chair shows Are you all talking long. about a match we ain't even covering? Yeah, I it's, know. It, it, it's, it's in the right chat. I'm watching them, by God. I'm going to fucking talk about them. The two of them. So, yeah. so, Adam, so, that's, so, Adam, let's, let's talk about it. So, yeah, what about when about he, he got hung up in the ropes by his neck, and he was coming to hit him with the damn chair? No, he was he was placing it on his hands. <laughs> placing it. Placing and at the same time, he's caught, in, he's caught in the ropes Rest and they're throwing out. people against the ropes. And he's so back. he's jumping around in the ropes and, and shit. And he's back out again. <laughs> it was hilarious. I'm making my Thursday night football picks on my fan. This sounds like a perfect moment. Yeah, perfect moment. For a perfect moment. Um. Okay. So, Mr. Perfect. What does that mean? I think, what does that mean, Mike? It means I get to pick my moment with Kurt Henning, Mr. Perfect. Is your, and is I your think, perfect is your perfect part is when he gets caught in the ropes? It's a pun. Yeah, when he gets caught up in the ropes and he gets tapped in the head with the chair and he blades. <laughs> and that's my best perfect moment. Great shit. Besides that one, <laughs> my second one is when he joined the Wolfpack. Wolfpack. He was the Wolfpack. They're back. He was destruction. Guess who's the, four, the fourth member? He was the fourth member, right behind uh, Kevin Ass, Conan, and Randy Savage. And it was the same night they they debuted the Red and Black. That'd have been I was gonna frame to something and put it up, but I didn't get to it today. And speaking of the Wolfpack, it reminds me of it because it would have been a perfect transition. Uh, I just want to give a personal shout out to Denovius. He did a really, really cool thing for me this weekend, and I just want to give a personal shout out to him. You said a perfect yeah. transition. I like that. A perfect. Have a nice day. Hey oh. I knew what it was. Yeah. <laughs> bang bang. <laughs> yeah. Right. But yeah, that was oh, mine. It's still it's unreal. I'm standing like, next to you, like, holy oh, fuck! I have a card in my hand. Because he could have just walked by and been like, oh, hey, James, that's cool. And then he's like, hey, walk him. He's like, hey, man. You know, I was like, hey. And he kept yeah, it for like yeah, a day yeah. and a half, like two days. That was pretty sweet. It was pretty badass. He's like, I didn't get many people to look at it. You know, a lot of people thought it was cool, but uh, this guy thought it was really cool, too. And he opens it up, and I was just like, holy shit. Yeah, I'm okay. definitely framing that. Like, you see, and I'm sure nobody at home knows like what size. the hell we're talking about because there's nothing here that we've given an indication of. Yeah, what okay, we're talking about, for everybody, so. fuck it. We're just going to go off on yeah, the for a second. <laughs> so, Denovius was working all fucking Top Guy weekend, you know, to bring it back to two weeks ago. <laughs> he worked the wrestling showcase, he worked Top Guy weekend. But I had an old printout of Terry Funk's last match where. JR was head of talent relations at that time. They let Bret Hart go and do this. They didn't normally let, you know, a lot of shit happen, especially like with other promotions, but it's Terry Funk. So they let Bret and like uh, Mick Foley and like all these talent go over there to, you know, honor Terry Funk and Amarillo. I remember getting that newspaper print out. And of course we didn't go because we broke the shit. Tickets were $20 and we didn't go. Like that's how, that's how growing up, yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like, that's an investment. <laughs> so, but yeah, I remember being like, man, I wish we could go to that. Because you see Bret Hart on TV at the time. Like, this is 97. Like, he's hot. Hot, hot, hot. This is pre-screw uh, job, like a month before the screw job. It actually happened on September 11th. But anyway, to get back to it, they're showing the thing before backstage. I was born. 
Everything's before you were born. It was. It was before <laughs> this Devin. whole episode. The piece is... of paper I had was older than Devin. <laughs> but yeah, Mick Foley, you know, saw it backstage. He was like, "Oh, I remember that," and signed it. And Denovius was like showing him backstage. So it's uh, like he's the MVP of that whole situation. So just a personal shout out to Denovius, uh, Mick and Mick Foley because he signed it. Like you know, sounds like Mick Foley's a great spirit. dude. Denovius is a great dude. It was cool shit. That's all I'm Sounds like that was the spirit of Schaumburg, James. It doesn't. That's, that's boy, how the I got goes. a I got a spicy little rendition coming up for that. Oh, all right, so we're not done. That. Oh yeah, it's some mark. It's some mark ass shit. That's all I'm gonna say. <laughs> and I'm not. And I don't mean anyone. Uh, one person. I mean mock. It's some mocks. All right, where are we at in this? I don't know. Show? We had a perfect moment with Mike. That's what guys, guys, guys. I think it's time for a break. Oh, a oh, nitro oh, break. Woo. You know what's not refreshing? Pepsi Nitro. You know what is refreshing? Coors Light. Mmm. Talk about a very great beer. In my That's natural God, light, It's so cold yeah. and refreshing. Wrong beer. <laughs> you failed. Uh, Man, it's good. Nitro Pepsi. Hey, why does Nitro Pepsi pour out something weird and then it goes to the liquid? Because I was watching on the last episode while I was editing it because you poured one on that one. Fuck, whatever. But uh, he poured one Fucking on that Randy episode, son, too. Huh? And something, like, <laughs> something Randy. came out before it. And I was like, man, is, is Devin drinking poison? Like, is that what that Pepsi Natural is, just poison? Because if nice you look, drink. there's two different colored liquids that come out of there. I'm not shitting you. Like a Guinness. Exactly like a Guinness. Oh. <laughs> Ugh, so it Guinness is. It's the same concept. There, that's Ever the tell you about my Guinness favorite shot with Guinness? It's you take an Irish car bomb, if you know what that is. Yeah, and you do the uh, Irish car bomb, and you bam, you drop the shot and do that. Then you follow it with a shot of fireball. It's called the Paul Walker. <laughs> I have said this on this show before, but I take every opportunity to make that joke. That's good waka, shit. Waka waka. Oh man, that was and a car that crash is of a, a joke. Perfect moment. <laughs> what a car crash of a joke. Uh, look at Adam, man. God, he's good. <laughs> Are we done with the perfect moment, Mike? Please, please. We're done. Well, now <laughs> yeah. we're up to Devin in the fucking, you know, go time on your topic. Can't wait. All right. Actually, my topic <laughs> is about wrestling this week. It is about the Sammy, newest it's guy. About Sammy? It is not about Sammy. Thank God. He didn't want to talk about him since he lost. <laughs> he hey. made some crazy tweet. Instagram I post. Make it's, a not very it's not about saving. It's not about saving. But I'm gonna let it be. But boy, I got a good one. Just it's low hanging fruit. I'm not gonna do it though. Hey man, it's your show, Dad. <laughs> All right. I just want to know everyone's it, opinion. It's so on good. Dominic Mysterio turning heel, joining Rhea Ripley in the Judgment Day. On his daddy. On his daddy. I don't hate it. I think he looks good. I think. I think, I think we good. knew it for months, which kind of means it's kind of overdue. I think when they had that tag match, I think there was a Hell in a Cell like two years ago or some type of – they had a tag match with the Usos like years ago. It was on Father's Day. The pay-per-view was on Father's Day. Remember he that. should have turned heel on him then and been like, I'm going to take the name of my real dad, Dominic Guerrero. Slam the microphone and walk. Oh, woo! You want to talk about hate, brother? But he still could do that. There's no coming back. Him, if you do that, then there's no coming back from it. It's your one, like – that's all people are gonna remember you for. One time. And no, I, you don't wanna you don't wanna have a gimmick name of Dominic Guerrero because you are, you know, Ray Mysterio's son. 
You want to honor your dad I, with your name, you know? I think that this is uh, – I said it in Schaumburg to you guys. I think this is a way of setting up Rey Mysterio's retirement and induction to the Hall of Fame and putting his son over before he does it. I think he's going to go into the Hall of Fame this WrestleMania. I think he's going to lose to him at Royal Rumble, and then his son's going to induct him in. Because – and I'll tell you why. The documentary came out. And to Great me – yep. To me, that documentary means you're sort of at the And end. he's on the cover of the game. Hello. Yeah, yeah what that's Goldberg dream it, you know? So I think there's no better way to, to do it than to put your son over and then he'll induct you to the Hall of Fame. But this whole family, I'm sure. Is it the so, A&E one that you're talking about, Brad? Yeah, yeah, they're, yeah. they're all excellent. Even Goldberg, who I don't like, they're all excellent. All of them. Okay. Anyway, Did you say you Goldberg is excellent? The, the, the documentary. Oh, the documentary, yeah. <laughs> yeah. They, they go, uh, Let me be specific. Clarify that. You're going to get roasted. <laughs> no, but the, the, the last one was good, too. The one on the story of WrestleMania. Yeah. If really you haven't seen good. that one, it's got the rock and wrestling connection in there with Cindy Lauper and Lou Alvarez. I haven't seen that one yet. You know what's funny? And I'm mentioning this to Brad, but I'll say it here. Like, we covered the women's matches and everything, and that used to be put on the back burner. But shit like this would headline. <laughs> but, like. Uh, women can't wrestle. I want to watch a dude do 17 <laughs> sleeper holes and like four claws. All right. Based off of that, how do we feel now about Rhea Ripley kind of being the voice of Dominic? I love it. I think it's I love her to use her uh, womanly ways again. I get it. <laughs> it's relatable. I, I agree with you, Adam. I would like for her to use her womanly ways to get him to do anything she wants. You also see that's a pussy whip thing to say. Mm-hmm. I agree with you. <laughs> I have been, you know, I've I've outkicked my coverage a couple times, and I've been, oh yeah, 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 yeah. That's, you know what, you are right. <laughs> you know, one plus one is three, babe. You are right. <laughs> I wouldn't even start telling her yes, ma'am, and everything. Yeah. yeah. Doesn't uh, he calls her mommy? Doesn't he? It's weird. Like <laughs> like yeah, any girl was poppy. They're like three years apart. You know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You know what's crazy? See, that family's gone through some shit with WWE. It was one buddy Matthews, like 30 something, making out with the 18 year old daughter, like, well, you know, on TV making out. But oh, yeah. That's been some just, weird shit going on with that, with that family. And him and uh, Rip, uh, Ripley are together in real life. Alexa Bliss used to be with. Yeah. But Ripley. Raquel Gonzalez is with Braun Strowman. Oh, yeah. I said him. Who up. is? Raquel Gonzalez. Rodriguez. Whatever. And version yeah. they have of her name this month but yes yeah. yeah i just like alexa bliss but I, um, and i'm glad no. she downgraded and i'm hoping she does it one more time hey girl <laughs> <laughs> but i definitely thought that uh the buddy matthews thing ended very very quickly and i think that's why <laughs> because oh, yeah. she was just a she was just a little bit over jail bait just well in the fact he was probably like get me the fuck out of here yeah <laughs> They got me, he probably was. They got me kissing Rey Mysterio's 18-year-old daughter on TV. Get me the fuck out. <laughs> you know? I honestly doubt that. No, it's like prime TV time. He was on TV 20 minutes every single show. Oh, so Bobby Lashley's sister is like, hey, load me up again with drag. I'll go back out there. I don't think uh, Bobby Lashley liked being with uh, what's-her-name either, Lana. Bobby Lashley's, like, oh, the oh, he hated it. Bullshit. That was weird, too. It was weird when they were in bed. It was weird when they were in bed. I'm looking it, at freaking Miro. I'm looking at them. I'm like, yeah, no. 
<laughs> yeah, too hey, far. I was the out too. Hey, if hey, I was him, get me the fuck out of here. I'll do it for and then And then the next <laughs> night, she posted a damn thing on Instagram where her and Mira are damn yeah, engaged. On a bike. <laughs> like, yeah. Fuck you, bitch, man, right? <laughs> Bro, hey, CJ. And that would be Monday night. Still exists. Engaged but... on Tuesday. <laughs> and she got LaRusso, and he was a bigger guy. So shout out to her. Yeah. Fuck yeah, good shit, <laughs> Devin. Uh, well, Adam, you're up on the uh, the old hoo ha here, the old outline. Uh, my topic is um, going back old school and watching some of these matches I didn't have to watch. Apparently, <laughs> right? <laughs> watched so many wrong ones, didn't even get the right ones. There's so many in the chat. I agree. With he you, texted Adam. me specifically, and I told him. <laughs> Let me go back to that. I'm gonna, so we're gonna do this lively. All right, well, you have a topic. Let's go. Yeah, you got your well, topic. Well, topic is just just watching some of this older stuff is just totally different compared to, the, to nowadays because, you know, we've done, you know, we, we watched the 80s. We watched stuff from the 90s and 2000s, and we did um, we did Tommaso Ciampa, so we're doing stuff from the 2010s and 20s. And then we're going back here. It's just it's amazing how much WWE and wrestling in general, how, how it's evolved from right. then to now. And how much, how much, how much faster pace it is compared to then, and like like James was talking about earlier, how or Coach too said something about you know how top rope, top rope stuff wasn't even done back then, so a crossbody was the exciting part of the match. They they started cheering for a top rope drop kick, right? And now unless they're doing three or four flips in the air, you don't get a response no more. So it's just crazy how it's just evolved from then to now. It's... Gotta do a suicide dive. Gotta do yeah. you know, the flip over the top. Yeah. Yeah. Gotta go tables. And then, and then your enemies are like, I'll catch you. <laughs> like, I'm with JR on that. It makes no yeah. sense. <laughs> there has to be a spot in every match where they get in either a slap or a punch fight. But the DDT <laughs> being a transitional move is not good this is a yeah, head dropping you on your head and it's gonna be like okay. stand right back up like i found the text message i, I messaged brad and i said hey what are the mat what two matches do i need to watch his response the hinting one was not a full match so i reached out the coach and i had baba the other two were 12 minutes combined that's all i got Bam. all right that's a that's a solid fuck up on my end <laughs> basically <laughs> he who has uh talked the shit <laughs> As shit, thy bed. So I watched five. I I, I just gives me reason to give you. It gives me reason to give you shit. You give me shit so much (laughs) with my accent on my text messages. (laughs) So it just gives me reason to give you shit now. But I watched five. No shit, five Baron Baron Rashki matches. That's five too many. I'll tell you that. And the thing is, you got the idea. So that's okay because I'm not we're not breaking these down the way we normally would yeah. anyway. So it's really fine. It's fine. It's just the idea of his style, you know. That that's where we're trying to get here and in, in the time period. That's what we're getting to. So it's great funny. job, Adam. We're talking about the claw, I automatically start thinking a liar, liar. So by the way, this, this next <laughs> match we're gonna get to, there well, is hey, no claw. And there's a speaking of uh, you know, soaring right. at high heights liar, liar. like we are on this episode, it's time for Devin to talk about. Giant Baba. So oh, yeah. 
take it away on the giant Baba. Can't wait because he's got a lot of shit. <laughs> so where was he born and what every fucking match did he have? These bios are awesome. Cool stuff. The fuck do you, I didn't send it to you. I only sent it to Brian. No, no, I'm just saying, me personally. <laughs> he was born in such and such. He wrestled this person, this person, this person, this person, this person. And then he All right, I did a bunch of research, actually. But can't wait, because Baba so, has an extensive history. Shohei Baba. What is going on with Randy's son tonight, huh? Oh, no, there's a leak in my bathroom, though, so go ahead and talk about Baba's uh, bio. You had a leak two months ago. Hey. <laughs> All right, so Shohei Baba, otherwise known as the giant Baba. <laughs> He was the second child in a poor family growing up that was during the fallout of World War II. His family really didn't have much, so he was forced to work at a really young age. It was actually about the age of seven. And they said he started doing manual labor for his family. Um, also at a young age, he picked up baseball as a big hobby. And then when he turned 17, he signed his first major league contract with the Tokyo Giants. He played major league baseball with them for five years. Then after his contract was up, when he was at the age of 22, he was six foot six, 275 pounds, and Ricky Dozen had his eyes on him. So Ricky Dozen spotted Baba one day and recruited him to come train with him back at his gym. Uh, Baba started his training alongside the one and only Antonio Inoki, the founder of New Japan Pro Wrestling. They began having their actual first matches about five months after training, which seemed pretty quick back then. Um, soon, Baba was spotted by Vince McMahon Sr., where he was brought to the U.S. for a tour, where he would feud and have matches over the NWA Championship with Buddy Rogers and over the WWF Championship with Bruno San Martino. He would money lose right there. He, <laughs> he would lose both the blow-off matches, but... He was already made a star just by those two championship matches. Back in Japan in 1966, Baba and Inoki would team together to win their first ever tag team championships, the NWA International Tag Team Titles. Right. In 1972, alongside Ricky Dozen's sons, the giant Baba founded All Japan Pro Wrestling. It wasn't until 19... 19- 74 when Baba would get his first ever heavyweight championship title by defeating Jack Briscoe in a two out of three falls match. Um, listen, Baba I gotta would... be a teacher, I gotta be a teacher. Stop fucking reading and look at us. You know the shit. Present it, pal. You know how to present. <laughs> That's what I'm saying, man. I'm gonna I give it a minus. on tape. Like, yeah, all right. I'm so glad I did my my research first because I didn't go into that detail. No, so Baba, he would win the NWA Heavyweight Championship twice. In his second championship, he lost it to the one and only Ric Flair in his Woo! first ever World is. Heavyweight Championship win. There you Make go. Us get believe, me fired up, Devin. Get me fired up. Because of his generous actions and eventually moving down the card to allow younger stars to have the main event spots, Baba would go down to be known as the most honest and nicest promoter in professional wrestling history. So he's not a piece of shit. He's a piece of nicest and one of the best. (laughs) No, Shohei Giant Baba seems to be one of the greatest wrestlers that I've never known about. 
until there was never heard of him. That's what I'm talking about. That was good, right? The nicest wrestler you've never known. I like that. I like you it. Never too. heard of him before today. He heard uh, of him. I, I seen like a random match with him in Japan where someone like tried to shoot on him, so he had to beat him up. But oh, yeah. the fat dude. Yeah, that's the only other giant Baba match I've ever seen before this. I would so, just told you it was like Andre the Giant, the Japanese Andre. I'm definitely gonna go back and watch him though, because he seemed to have like the knowledge of the business and the moveset down. So, so I really want to watch his match against Ric Flair. You should watch Andre and um, Baron Von Rasky. I watched it earlier. <laughs> yeah, it was Get in that. the chat. It was one of the ones. Get match. <laughs> Baby. <laughs> giant beat Andre. Beat the shit out of. Him. I ain't gonna lie. Ten minutes of Andre beating the hell out of him. <laughs> oh. Next. What? That's that Next. was it, Brad. But yeah, that was the Giant Baba's bio. And that oh, kind match of intro by James, I guess. Yeah. Into well, a match, the Giant Baba versus Baron Von Raschke. Fucking yeah, hell yeah. Speaking of that, and it took place. It was a uh, December 6, nineteen seventy-five, at the All Japan Pro Wrestling Opian Opian. <laughs> Open Championship League match. Day one. It was held at Tokyo. Tokyo. What's that? Was it Tokyo Dome? No. It was actually in Tokyo, Japan at the Adachi Ward Gymnasium. I Googled how to translate Adachi, but yeah, that's how you say it. Adachi, like TV. Hitachi. Oh, Adachi. A-D-A-C-H-F. Oh. Adachi Ward Gymnasium. Match length, eight minutes, nine seconds. But that's enough about that. Take it away, whoever. I guess me. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> hey, James, who are the announcers on this on this card? Oh, well, funny you should ask. <laughs> I even tried to turn on closed captioning and couldn't even get no shit. It was uh, a guy and another guy. And they were, boy, they were live and in color. They were, seemed really enthusiastic. They brought a lot to the presentation, I assume. Who knows what the fuck they were saying? Because, uh... Uh, I I don't even have a second language, let alone English may not even be a preferred first, you know? Because, Lord knows I don't speak it that well. But I know for sure a couple times they said it's a dick grab. I did hear that, yeah. And then I heard, uh, <laughs> I think they said, uh, oh, what they said? They said something like, uh, it was something mean, like, uh, I can't remember the word they used now. All right, well, Coach, tell me about this. <laughs> I knew I should have wrote it down. Um, a lot of squeezing the stomach in this, Coach. What What is that all about? Well, I did some research. It wasn't uh, Melsner. It was the Japanese version of Melsner. His name was Hidori Nakashewa. In his newsletter, he said <laughs> that um, Baba had a <laughs> ab injury in the previous oh, tournament. Oh, makes sense. Now, that was not disclosed to the public at the time. But due to Baron von Raschke's strong ties with the German government, the information was relayed to him by a covert spy in Tokyo. So he got the information and he thought that was his, his way through it. I mean, if you look, Bob is like, how the hell did you know I was hurt? Uh. And he goes... Anoshki had a spy, is that, or someone spied Anoshki's, or whoever wrote it, Nakatoshi. I really forgot what I said. That's well, <laughs> it should be in your notes, Coach. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, 
lot of stomach holds, a lot of yes. wrist holds. What would you call uh, the giant Baba style, Adam? Yeah, I called on you. Um, his style. Well, he, all he did was all I seen that match was him laying on his back. Yeah, right. The tops. <laughs> so I call it lazy because he's on his back. <laughs> it's lazy That's style. Yeah, robotic. Robotic. I said Baba been on his back most of the match. <laughs> he did trap him once or twice. Trading shots, <laughs> not the good kind. Hey, um, this is a little like strong style to me. Did it look like did this look like strong style to y'all? Because it didn't look it to me. Baba with the comeback back. To the oh, what do you stand up <laughs> and then out of nowhere, big boot by Baba, drop kick by Baba, pin. What the fuck? It was a one foot <laughs> drop kick. Yeah. Even hit him with both feet. Over. Pump handle, Match pump handle over. kick. Come back by property. Baba. Pump handle. Oh, he stood up. <laughs> and that's no. all I got. <laughs> that's all I got. So let's um let's skip let's skip around a little bit. I would go say to the that the uh the, the claw on the stomach reminds me a lot of uh let's say bad Mexican food <laughs> where it has a claw <laughs> on my stomach. <laughs> <laughs> So I definitely related to that. Like, hey, I'm with Baba on the selling that. Oh, that Mexican food going to oh. crawl on my stomach. You know, it's it's the Bellagio. You know, my toilet turns into the Bellagio. Wow. Yeah, then you got to go yeah. to the stall Waterworks. with the handles, and you got to claw the handles. <laughs> Waterworks. Yeah, them. <laughs> so let's move on. It's like dripping sweat <laughs> when it turns to bad Mexican food. Because I know Coach needs to go in about no, five No, I'm fine till uh, top of the hour. Okay, never mind then. Back to you, James. The guy canceled the appointment. <laughs> okay. That's bullshit. The, the, the foundation of my house is cracked. So we're going to evaluate Like, did he delay the thing or just be like, his hey, car broke down? No, his car broke down. He'll be here tomorrow. Oh, you don't uh, want him to help you anyway. I don't know if I want a guy checking my foundation when his car's breaking down. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> I don't know how much I trust that guy. Dead. You know, like I didn't start it for so it long. It better be a flat my tire. My car was dead. And then the dude was like, Sorry, uh, I had a little car trouble on the way here. Like the AAA, like bullshit that I called. Nah, in, in Arizona, the batteries dry up real quick. It's so hot. Yeah. A lot of time. I don't want the guy with a broken car looking at my broken foundation. Right? Give the guy a shot. Yeah. Well, I guess Ed we are on a movie and TV time, Coach. Or Coach, if you want to talk about anything else, like your loose foundation and guy canceling. But hey, you got a movie TV time? I sure do. No, Fuck I got yeah. it. 1985. It. I was 11 years old. How old were you, Brad? Was born. I was nine. Tell I'm Randy. Nine. Tell Randy nine. that his son said Mike, 1985 is year was. I was one. I was born in '84. One. My dad was well, six. Probably well, maybe one. I was born in October. Probably one of the premier 80s kind of to watch a movie for a chick. Like a chick, the hottest chick in the world, Kelly LeBlanc. She was a smoke show in 85. And she was the star of a out. movie called Weird Science. Oh, yes. I've seen that movie. Oh, I've seen that movie. Yes. That is some the, spank bank. That's the oh. featured movie from 85. I've seen five. that movie. I tried to replicate it a couple of times. Never worked. That is some spank bank material. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Let's I talk tried. About the dudes in it, huh? 
I'm talking about. Let's talk oh. about Robert Downey Jr., who played Iron Man, was right. in that movie. And Anthony Edwards, <laughs> right? Yeah. Fuck you, James. This is why you do them FMK, <laughs> so you can just talk about fucking dudes. But hey, there's nothing wrong with that. Nothing yeah, right. wrong with that. What are you saying? I love but, that uh, movie. Two of my really, well, a lot of my really good friends are, uh, you know, gay. So I don't give a shit about that. So, so here's my question yeah. about the movie. Swing it back to that. <laughs> the, the whole premise is these two guys create Kelly LeBlanc, take different pieces of this and that. So I'd like to ask you guys, I guys, I'd like you to pick three different women and what part of their body you would add to your creation. This is not going to be sexist at all. <laughs> huh. Oh boy, can't wait for the lady feedback on like, oh, so we're pieces of object you just take a part of it. Just let it do. No, I'm saying wait. in spirit of the movie, fine. Oh, Don't put you. a person's name to it. Put a, a, a oh, mannequin. You're good. Yeah, you're good. You want a mannequin with big boobs? You want him with big areolas? You want him with a big ass, tight thighs? A big belly, hair on her chin. You choose. I don't care who the woman is. This What's is the a characteristics layup, Coach. This is such a layup. Perfect I appreciate woman. you for it. I wouldn't choose three women. I would just choose one woman. Her name is Pam Beasley. And I don't know if she'll listen to this episode, but I don't know if I would choose three different body parts because she's perfect in every way. I'm going oh. to stem off James's. I'll just pick her. Oh, I knew it. I knew you were going to do that. Yeah, well, he said, but Eric. That's it. That's <laughs> not the spirit of the game. All right, all how right, about this? No, I got, I'll, I'll pick one. Go, y'all go ahead. All right, I'll go, let me go. I got Liv Morgan, Mandy Rose, and Alexis Bliss, all wrapped up in one. That's a nice pick. So we're so we're doing a blend of three. I thought we were doing like so and so's tits, so and so's ass, so and so's. Well, no, ass. I, oh, no, I ain't picking that. I think that. he cleaned it up. I like the way Mike. Yeah, it yeah. Up. So now we get to call three women beautiful. See, that's a, yes. that's good thinking. All right, so I um I'm gonna use my best versions of these women, uh, the best times. Now I don't care what parts of them you, uh, they're all good parts, but I'm gonna pick three. And my one is, is Nikki Bella. Nikki Bella. Good. Did you did you get the Carfax? You hope they're good parts. <laughs> Nikki Bella is there. Kim Kardashian is there. <laughs> And Terry Hatcher, Terry Hatcher, as in Terry Hatcher during Seinfeld, Terry Hatcher during Lois and Clark. They're All real three. and they're spectacular. Yeah, three women, dark hair, dark eyes, big everything. I'm in. I don't care. Oh, no, wait, uh, I will give you the I, Terry I, I got it. Can, can I add a fourth? That's a little much. Can okay. I add a fourth? Okay, I, <laughs> Megan Fox. I okay. just seen a uh, Instagram. From her hey, you brought up dark haired women oh, in a second. Can't leave Megan. Megan Fox, right now, like, I won't name what part, but <laughs> that might be up on there. <laughs> like the check under her hood. You know what I'm saying? I'm this just saying. Terrible. This is so terrible. And she's with fucking MFK or MKG or whatever the fucking oh, name see, is. See, this like, is more Kelly. This is like dude drooling looking through a window type shit. Yeah. Well, then cut it out then. No, okay, no, I'm I good. I want to go. No, <laughs> I want to go. No. <laughs> I think Alexa Bliss is one of the sexiest women of all time. I will give yeah. a honorable mention. I didn't really know much about uh, Karen Jarrett, but wow. <laughs> I oh, did yeah. not know. I'm in. She was I that fucking in. good looking. <laughs> like, God. Easy. That being said, she was an honorable mention because 
course, I had to get Alexa Bliss there. Got to get Rebel. I think she's just. And my dad's like, that's why you get on that happy hour. I'm like, well, fuck yeah. And that <laughs> shot thing, my dad talked about the shot for fuck, God knows how long. <laughs> I think on the 13 hour car ride, I think he mentioned it six times. <laughs> and uh, those two, and I'm going to go with the new age one. And of course, we all know who I'm talking about Nikita Lyons. Ooh, All right. give me nice. some of that because <laughs> I think I kind of like him. Uh, you know, like I'm a thicker guy myself, so you know, you know, I can't. I'm, I'm stumbling at my words. <laughs> you know, <laughs> she makes me stumble nice. at my words. <laughs> Point made, I guess. All right, so I'll go. I okay. got. Uh, I like. Erica. I got the three. No, it's uh, one. I'm gonna take the actress. Sarah Hyland from Modern Family. I've had Ooh. a crush on her you since that Ariel show Winter, who the fuck? What are you talking about? Mm-mm. Sarah Hyland. Beautiful. Which one, which one is she? Uh, she's the, the old oldest one. one. The oldest sister, old. okay. The younger sister with the glasses. She played the nerd, but in real life. Woo! She got a breast reduction. Ariel Winter. Yeah, that's all. Oh, yeah, they're both beautiful, say. bro. <laughs> <laughs> beautiful. Not that I knew. <laughs> All right, so my first one is Sarah Hyland. My second one, I'm coming back to wrestling and going with Zelina Vega. Mm, good pick. And Again. my third, I got to go with Stacy Keebler. She's got the. Oh, fuck, I forgot about that. That's one of my three. I swear to God, that's one of my three. I was going to say Stacy Keebler. I totally forgot about Kelly As soon Kelly as Coach said the Keebler. thing about mannequins, Stacy Keebler's legs went on those. Yeah, mannequins. exactly. I swear I was going to say Stacy Keebler. Uh, Rosalind Sanchez from the movie The Boat Trip and Tennille Dashwood. I thought we were just doing wrestling. I thought Tennille Dashwood was actually your girlfriend, Mr. Facebook. <laughs> I claimed her when somebody asked me. I like how you did that with the arm up. I like how you did it with the arm up. That's hilarious. Yeah, yeah, well, I guess I'll round it off. All right. Her arm was around her waist. We got hey, Brad. I went. That's right. My bad. Well, I'm gonna take. Uh, he must have just done the fucking Who? chicken. So, sorry, Coach. Reset. Sasha Banks. I'm gonna take uh, that, that one as my second. So Sasha Banks, Rebel, and my celebrity crush is Zendaya. Make her number mm. three. She's beautiful as well. Nice. I ain't gonna lie. Oh, I used to like Anna Kornikova back in the day. Big time. <laughs> I saw someone recently. I don't Victoria know. Victoria Silstead. She happened to be Playmate of the Year in 1997. She was first issued in December 1996. Don't know how I know that, but, you know, go on. You know, I mean, I, I'm back to Karen Jarrett now because. Bro, I, mean, <laughs> I did not know. Bro. <laughs> yes. That is right, <laughs> right up my alley. Because my dad, my I, dad watched TNA and all that stuff. I didn't watch TNA, like, at all. So and he was like, hey, yeah, there's a few with the Kurt, blah, blah, blah. And he's trying to like, do you think Kurt and Jeff were at the hotel at the same time? I'm like, dad, that's like old hat. <laughs> like, it's, it's over. I know. I showed I ran, him the TNA match. Ran into them yeah, in the exactly. hallway. I ran Dude. into, I've told you guys all the story, but when I ran into Karen and Jeff in the hallway on Top Guy Weekend, he's introducing me to her. I basically walked so into the room. She's like, who are you? And a half hour later, he's hitting Corey Forster over the head with a guitar. <laughs> hey, she a is moment. a Yenzer, too, so shout out to Pittsburgh. She's a, definitely she's a, a Pittsburgh gal. Definitely a marked out moment for me when Jeff says to me, he goes, Brad, 
Brad Stanton. I'm like, fuck yeah. You know what's funny is he said that about that when we walk up at the mean green. He's like, oh, oh yeah, guys it. from uh, Georgia. And I was like, no, we were with the guy. So when I got up, when I pulled in with my taxi up to the hotel Friday, it was oh, oh, big yeah, $75 for a taxi. But right, when I'm getting out of the taxi, room. the taxi right in front of me, Jeff Jarrett and Karen Jarrett. Nice. The very first people I seen in Chicago. So you guys just way, step out of a cab. I because uh, you got to bend over and like thirty three dollars for an Uber yeah. right to the airport. Boom, picture with her right there. So I fun, the dude. I'm not hey, even, like, I paid twenty for really a bus cool. ride. It was awesome, you know, all the uh, the Damn. Bus, uh match thing. Three dollars. I took the bus to the airport. Going and down on there. the uh, the Efren Efren's Family Feud deal killed awesome. it. I want to give a yeah. shout out to Everett. Oh, that yeah. fucking family view thing, like, that yes, was more interactive and the crowd involved. Like, that was the most involved thing that there. That was MVP Everett. And I saw him uh, before that, and I was like, hey, man. Uh, I saw him Friday uh, afternoon. Me and my dad get out of the elevator, and he's in the lobby. And you can tell he's kind of nervous about some stuff. And I was like, yeah, uh, yeah man, uh, you know, when is that thing? Because I thought it was uh, Saturday night. And I was like, hey, man. He's like, no, it's tonight. It's in a couple hours. And I was like, oh, well, yeah. uh, you know, I bet you'd be good. He's like, yeah, man, thanks, thanks. But then he crushed it, dude. Like, everybody, everybody had a blaster in that. He That's not a- even the – Efren was also a announcer for the wrestling yeah. showcase. Called out Ernest mm-hmm. the Cat Miller and Sonny Ono. Yep. He had a big weekend. Man, that family Efren feud, dude, fan. crushed it. Like, oh, oh, there's no Rebels karaoke. Wah, boo-hoo. Like, everybody's bitching. But bro, that family feud, hey. that, you know. Rebel made it up for the karaoke. This family feud deal was like, good answer. <laughs> you know, like, oh, they get the answer. He's over, he's over with the top guys. For oh sure. man, it's so badass, yeah. dude. So I want to give a shout we, out to We him, have his back for sure. We love fun. him. That was a lot of fun. Yeah, he's a great dude. Great dude. Yeah, yeah, biggest pops for him. Where when he uh, his family feud and when Dave Miller comes out and counts three again. Every time. Those are the biggest pops of the weekend. That was cool. Like, cause they're all talking about the match on the stage, and everybody's just like, "Here it comes! Here it comes!" Yeah, we're ready. We're ready. And they're like in the middle of talking about the match, and then like, you see, yeah. Everybody's <laughs> like, I think Rick and somebody were talking, and we just completely like blew them off. Like, hey, palm water's about to run out. <laughs> you know? Yeah, it's fantastic. It was. Eddie was signing pictures to talk about weekend. Man, that was so cool. That was really fucking cool. I had mine up awesome. in my classroom. Stephanie's awesome. Like that. Man, yeah, she's a sweetheart. What a life, huh? What what life do we live? You know, like yeah. what a life. I tell you what, it's the life we want. That's what it is. You're damn right. <laughs> hey, if you wanted it's there. That's Cheers. what I'm saying. Cheers. Cheers to that. That was fucking Cheers. that was what a life, huh? So speaking of Schaumburg, James. <laughs> oh man, well, uh the spirit of Schaumburg, I could go through, you know, all of my mishaps <laughs> and everything. I did, because uh, this is crazy, because now that I think about it, I don't really know if I want to make this rant, but here goes nothing. Fuck it, you know, because sometimes I feel it, and Adam, don't get offended, because it's not towards you, but I know you're going to take, you may take some things personally. So, Frank last week uh, talked about marks and all that stuff, the term mark, not as in marked people, but mocks, fucking mocks. And it kind of got me thinking, and I really do agree with this. Like, I think that term is old hat and dead, and it's carny talk. So, number one, if you're trying to have your sport legitimate, 
but yet you like you want people to respect you, but then you're gonna be like, oh, there's a mark right there, referring as carny talk. How how are you gonna be taken seriously if you're talking in carny? Number one, I mean, it's not the fifties and forties and sixties anymore. Like, let's be real here. Number two, football fans like we don't get called marks. I understand that's a legitimate sport, but like, if a football if if there was a football team calling their fans like, oh, look at these fucking mark ass fans. Like, it's weird to bitch out your own people that pay money to support you. That's pretty much where I'm getting at. I may be, like, I'm, there may be fans that may, you know, hey, uh, did that really hurt? Like, all that stuff. They're innocent in asking that question. But don't be like, fucking Mark, and, like, walk off, because that motherfucker paid to see you. He pays your salary. I go to work every day. I do my shit, you know, and then I come home and pay my bills. You're out here fucking sucking dicks in the... Well, okay. You're out here wrestling for no houses and you're fucking getting like, oh, I got a hot dog and a corn dog. So isn't that the real mark being out there in the ring? Is that not the real wrestling mark? Because you do it for the money and the fame and the power and the glory. I believe if you're like, I'm a casual fan, but if you're out there like, hey, can't wait to, you know, like you break in the ring and like, let's say in the indie business, but you're going to call the fans there, like, look at these marks here while you're fucking making 10 bucks. I mean, are you not the real mark? And then to work your way up to the big time, like, are you not the biggest mark? I don't, I, I'm sorry. I mean, I understand they make money and I pay to see them, which I do. But here's the thing do I pay to see them or do I pay to watch wrestling? Because wrestling's gone on without, you know, Stone Cold, it's gone on without Hulk Hogan. So, yeah, we do pay to see maybe you, but we pay to see wrestling. So when you're gone out of the picture, guess what? We're still going to be going. You didn't run the ship. Wrestling ran the ship. So would they not be the biggest marks? The thing is, I just want to retire that term. I think it's fucking trash. I, I, pay, yeah, I, I pay you to live. Like, I pay your way of living. And you're just going to be like, oh, this fucking idiot. It's stupid. It makes no, Wouldn't you embrace, like, thank you, <laughs> you know? Not just shit all over like these fucking idiots. Hey, James. I think the mark term. I think the mark term is outdated. If we're gonna refer to carny language, language, it's not 1920. Like, get out of if, that. If we're gonna, if we're gonna throw out kayfabe, we need to throw out mark. That's yeah. thank you. I was, the that terminology. Was if we're gonna not like, say kayfabe no more. We don't say mark. Out the door, then mark is not a thing anymore. Yeah, you're well, not fooling guy me. Weekend. You're not fooling me at all. I'm coming to see you perform. You're not like. It's not a magician like, oh, my God, David Blaine stayed. Like, it's not that shit. Uh, at Top Guy Weekend, uh, Jay Lethal actually said that. He said the biggest marks in the wrestling sport are the wrestlers themselves. The ones that the ones that take their time to make jack shit and go to these shows. And the ones that, like, waste their whole family <laughs> to, like, do this shit. Like, that's some mark-ass stuff to me. I'm just saying. Chad I think Epic said it. They didn't Chad Epic say the same thing? Yeah, Chad Epic said the same thing in the interview, yeah. Mm-hmm. He said, we're the biggest marks of all because we yeah. became them. Well, here's another Schomburg story. Speaking of Jay Lethal. I pay you a ticket, hang out for three hours. You dedicate your whole life to it. Uh, Just to show different. you how much of a mock Jay Lethal is. Okay, we're standing in the uh, Starbucks line. We get to talking. He looks at me, he goes, weren't you at Ric Flair's last match? I said, yeah, I was sitting there in the front row. He goes, oh, okay, yeah. And I said, he goes, did you by chance get any pictures of me? And I said, but I do. I took a picture <laughs> right. of me sitting, sitting right there like this, dejected with all the confetti coming down. 
Martin James you, probably got some badass ones too. Yeah. He goes, Will you airdrop that to me? I said, Sure as shit, I will. I said, Wait, just stay here and make sure it goes through. Boom, boom. Shook hands with him. I didn't think he was going to be on stage. I thought he was there with AEW, just in Conrad's back room. So it was a good surprise. He was straight up legit too. Like Jay Lethal, yeah. really cool. Like, uh, you know, hanging out, talking and everything. Like, that was badass. I have a lot more respect uh, for Jay Lethal. Like, since he's been with AEW and especially building up to this and post this, I really th- – that was a good – it legitimized, uh, you know, Jay Lethal. It probably legitimized Jeff Jarrett in a lot of people's eyes too because they got to see, like, that's that's what the, – the reason we changed the channel was he was so good. But we were actually watching this one and saw it in the flesh, like, holy fuck, Jeff is good at this. Like, Because I, I think it validated Jeff to some degree, like, that motherfucker gets it, you know. I I don't know. Jay Lethal, shout out. <laughs> you know, shout out ass. for sure. He was great. I seen him. And his and his imitations are great. Yeah. I the main goal or not goal, I guess, but the main thing was like I think the Mark thing just needs to go away. Yeah. Like we're we're at a point, like Adam said, kayfabe is blown out the door. So don't call us Marks for helping you right. support you. As of now, we're not allowed to say it on the show. Down with that. Yeah, we got a band word. Band that word. means we can't have anybody on the show named Mark, including Mark James, Coach Mark James. I'm sorry. No, buddy. no, no. We didn't ban Mark. No, that's that's the other coach. Oh. Yeah, Mark James is always allowed on here. Shout out. I like Mark James. Clarendon College. <laughs> hey, he's coach cool. Man. I like Mark he's James. I think, I'm, I think I missed a chance of saying one of the women earlier because – the Britain's Got Talent, the two ju- women judges from Britain's Got Talent. Yes, sir. Well, <laughs> uh, ironic that you talk because waka, 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 it's time, Adam. Yes. What? Oh, I'm dropping stuff. America's okay. favorite new segment. Why don't you do Adam it without your shirt on? Baba. Oh. Truthless, waka, waka, waka. Because I want them to listen to my joke. Yeah, waka, waka. I don't have a soundboard. (laughs) 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 The air horn. (laughs) All right. So I asked my dog what two minus two was. He said nothing. Ah. (laughs) (laughs) Smart dog. I wonder where that was going when you said it. Asked my dog. I was like, well, it better be good. (laughs) So I turned down a job while I'll be getting paid in vegetables. But the salary was just unacceptable. <laughs> That's a good one. Put Sounds like working for company tokens like they used to do back in the day. Historical lesson. Go and ahead. this is the one I told y'all the other day. My sister asked me if I seen the dog bowl. I didn't even know he could do it. Ah! <laughs> His hands couldn't even fit the holes. Exactly. I didn't even know he could bowl. He's here all week. Man. I got plenty more. Did it? Waka waka waka. Bam, 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 bam. <laughs> that all you got? Yeah, I'm just gonna keep yep. it down to three because that's a joke in itself. Speaking of jokes, Brad. <laughs> a dollar for every time I heard that one. Not you all personally, right. but uh the any dollars. It's in the flow of joking. So Brad, show us uh this uh whatever you're gonna do. Show all right, it. so we're back on the desert island again, everybody. Oh, and we can only bring one match from one match with us to watch for the rest of our lives. Jesus. 
and it's from Top Guy Weekend. So it's either oh, Friday, good wrinkle. Friday Night Smackdown. It could be um, Clash at the Castle. It could be uh, what is the, the one? The Wrestling the Showcase. The Wrestling Showcase. Oh, this is easy. Uh, with the best of both worlds. What was the one with NXT called? Come on, come on, come on. I had it. Oh, um, yeah, Worlds Collide. Worlds Collide. And then we have AEW uh, All Out. And, and, my- else? and you know what? You had a GCW show that you went to, uh, Adam? There were two GCW shows and Effie's Gay Breakfast Brunch. Whatever yeah, gay brunch yeah. Okay. Yeah. Was there a match there? there yeah, it's a wrestling show. show, Brad. Oh, I didn't know. Yes. I thought we were just drinking, <laughs> I thought we were just drinking mimosas. I thought it was just a brunch. I was ready to. I was no, ready to- that's what the name of it. Like yeah. the, the oh, first, I liked it brunch. better. We were just hanging out and eating. The first, oh. the first GCW show was called Four Cups Stuffed. Yeah, I might go to another GCW show soon. I love them. But anyway, I'm, Devin, what do you got? You first. You're not first, Adam. That's not the rule. I want to go first. <laughs> all right, all right, all right. So I didn't watch SmackDown. We watched <laughs> the Rampage after Rampage. with everyone. Yeah, we, we really worked on the, watching that. Yeah, it was on a projector. <laughs> I heard. <laughs> uh, then I didn't watch any of the, uh, the fuck, Clash dude? of the Did Castle other after? than the main event. I watched the main event with James. That was good enough. Yeah, yeah, we were. I was there. Yeah, you we couldn't see my phone. Thirty eight seconds shit. behind you. <laughs> somebody who else had their phone out? It was like a minute ahead. Me. Yeah, I was freaking Whitaker over here. <laughs> yeah, thirty eight seconds behind. Oh, no, that's when we got the baby beers. Yeah, me, me and James was watching. Right oh, the fucking panel. baby. I like how Brad. Hey, to update our listeners. The baby beers were $2.50 a piece. And like Brad said, if they would have been up front, like, hey, you can't order two drinks. We got to give you a baby glass. I'll be like, oh, okay, cool. I'll just hang out with the, uh, Brad was right on that. But yeah, they brought out the baby beer. And I, not saying I'm an alcoholic, but some others would, but I had to say something like, hey, uh, like, what the fuck is this? <laughs> you know, I didn't I word like it that way, but I didn't ask about it. Like, there oh, should have been milk in that thing. You ordered two beers at a time. But then I go to any bar. Any, I go to the fucking concession stand. I order four or five at a time. Me and my dad ordered six beers and two vodka lemonades. You know, they didn't give us baby beers. They gave us, like, adult beverages. That's what I'm ordering, an adult beverage. Would I order two beers if I couldn't handle it? Like, would I just be like, get white girl wasted off of two beers? Oh, no, I'm sorry. That really did upset me. I, I had to ask, like, <laughs> But the thing is, they were discounted. They were two fifty. They weren't full price. But yeah, uh, I digress. That was like a dollar a sip. Go ahead, Devin. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> okay, so uh, I didn't watch SmackDown. Barely watched Rampage. Didn't catch most of Clash of the Castle. And I'm glad I picked you. You need to I watch Clash right of the Castle. Shit. I uh, I watched all out, all of it, and then in person. No, no, no. no. <laughs> but. I was in person for my first ever indie show at the wrestling showcase. And I had a hell of a time there. Yeah. Honestly, You're I welcome. think I would choose the wrestling showcase to keep it. Yeah. You had to pick one match. Oh, it was one match. Yeah. Oh, shit. Jesus Christ. Oh, this is one man. I thought it was one show. It's one match. Brick <laughs> cuts. <laughs> <laughs> okay, one match. I'm gonna choose that fucking wrestling show. From something. the wrestling Just showcase. Make it up. Fuck. Which one? Matt Cardona Chelsea Green. versus Jacob Fatu versus uh Josh Alexander. Josh Alexander, yeah. There you go. All right, Adam. Yeah, uh, you're ready. Well, mine's gonna be um 
Walter or Gunther, whatever Fuck you call him. Dude, that's mine. Oh, well, it's mine now versus Seamus. You people can like else. the same shit. Gunther no. versus Seamus was fucking amazing. Yeah, I wanted that one. Never mind. <laughs> Dickheads. What? Did you just shit? That's why I wanted to go first. I was afraid. Like that. I was afraid one of y'all would pick it. That's why I wanted to go first. <laughs> Adam was really funny last week. And we just sh- like interrupt and shit on everything he says. Maybe that, you know, Adam, I don't blame you for doing talk about theater, man. Because <laughs> every time you're on here, it just seems like we cut off the greatness. All right, Whitaker. I appreciate that. Oh, <laughs> scissor me, daddy. No! Oh, Jeez. hell of a tag got, match. You see, they got the, the T-shirts now. It says, oh, scissor me, daddy. They got T-shirts now. I was watching the Dynamite post all out, and I was like, hey, mom, I got to see this. The owner of this thing happened, that immediate thing. The An employee called out the EVPs next to the owner, which is kind of insubordination, but I guess the owner's there. I don't know what the fuck happened. But anyway, they're going to do something, you know, blah, blah, blah. So me and uh, we're at my sister's house eating supper. So it's me, my mom, my sister, my niece and nephew, and they're being rambunctious and all that shit. So, uh, you know... That segment, the scissor me daddy ass, all this stuff happens. And my mom's like, they really sell those shirts? What is this? What's this about? Like, and I'm like, oh, this is like my mom's never seen this. And there's a scissor me daddy ass all over the TV. And she's like, so what is this? Like, she liked it. You watch this. What is this? Like, what are they doing here? Yeah, I bet she's friends with Devin's grandma. In the crowd. And my mom's just like, uh, <laughs> Did she know stuff. Devin's grandma? Great. Devin's grandma's a freak too. <laughs> Remember when he came when she came over and not? How many times do you think Devin's grandma has said "scissor me, daddy"? <laughs> I hope none. <laughs> I hope never That's, in her life. See, this is where uh, we're such a good podcast. <laughs> we are the best. Hey, put a picture, and then I'll I'll give I can give a fair assessment if she's ever said it just by looking at her. I oh, can't do Jesus. it without looking at her. All righty. So what are who's up next on the deserted island? Go ahead, uh, coach. I am gonna go with the Eddie Kingston Japanese guy match. And, Ishii. Uh, yeah, Ishii in the bio. With all those chops. They were chopping the I know they were getting criticized for it, but that was that was real. That, I mean, that was a crazy. test of strength for me. I thought that was mm-hmm. badass. Two bulls. Bang. Nice. There was nothing oh. fake about that. That was strong style. All right, James. Randy sign. Yeah, thanks. <laughs> R- Randy himself will like that. Yeah, you know, we know. <laughs> yeah, we know. But uh, <laughs> I will say that the main event Literally everyone was standing the whole time. I know, uh, you know, the guys that weren't there, the main event, everyone was, I'm sorry that I'm boring you, Brad, but the main oh, event, <laughs> you know, they were still, they, the whole crowd stood for the intros and then never sat down. And, you know, we were like relatively close. And I just got like, Megan was on my ride and I'm like, Megan, no one's sitting. <laughs> you know, I was like, it's a 50, 50 crowd. Like no one was sitting. That being said, I wouldn't choose that match. I really don't know what the fuck to choose. I talk shit on Devin. Like, there's 75 shows. Pick one. You're going with the ladder match, aren't you? I like that oh, one. God, I did. I love that me? one. No. I will say, homeboy walking out, like, uh, he gets the chip, 
and uh, the devil walks out to a, please allow me to introduce myself. Oh, it's so sick. I was in the crowd because he walks down the, like, we're pretty close to the ramp. I was just singing it like, holy fuck, who is this? Who the fuck is this? And then it said, I've been gone for a long, long year. And then they're like, I think it's MJF. I think it's MJF. And I was like, who the fuck are the other guys? I don't find out they're the, the firm. Yeah, what the fuck? Also, shout out to MJF doing a 20-minute promo on Dynamite and then passing the microphone to Stokely or whatever his name and then him talking for another 20 minutes. That's if I was in the live crowd, I'd be like, I paid a ticket to fucking Phil Donahue. Like, what That's are we doing fly. here? I, I, I think the term is lazy booking. So, like, I, I pay money I like to see name. wrestling and you're just going to like, all right, I'm done talking. Here you go. Group that I'm supposed to be managing. I'm going to go ahead and leave group that I'm supposed to be managing like what does that I mean talk talk it's about on retainer, on retainer talk about not having a good idea so let's just put five people together that being you know, said I, I, I feel so bad for Ethan Page <laughs> Ethan Page has gotten shit since he's been yeah. there well he's gonna make a run I thought see I also brought this up on a uh, Zoom who ain't doing nothing come on, come on down exactly but, hey, hey we're not used Ethan good Page was supposed to be the future right and then now they're kind of diverting to uh, what's his bucket? Uh, Ethan or not Ethan Page? The other kid that just beat uh, so and so for the Ring of Honor deal. That's specific. Oh, well, it was. Oh, you talking about um? Danny Garcia. About, yeah, Garcia. Yeah, Danny Garcia. They, they started with Ethan Page, like, oh, they're gonna push him. They're gonna push him. Now it's moving to Garcia, like the push. So is Ethan Page uh, out of the shuffle? Because I thought he was like going to be the next. Well, here's what player. happened last night. Everybody said that shit, you know, blah blah blah. And we're and is Scorpio going to turn face? Because I'm down with that. Where I, is I'm, Scorpio? You know, Scorpio's right. a badass dude. He's a badass wrestler. Hung out with him a couple times. Probably didn't even know who the fuck I am, but Scorpio awesome Scott and a good wrestler. So what that being said, I don't know what match. <laughs> uh, what was hell? There were 15 question. matches on that card. Hey, the FTR one wasn't bad. I actually like that FTR one. So I'll go with that one because that's a dependable match, you know. I'll say goodbye. Ah, but the Cerro Miedo was good, too. I don't know. Uh, unfortunately, Coach is going to leave us. He's got something at the top of the hour. So oh, well, I want to explain this. You know, in, in Arizona, we have been having monsoons. So pray for our state. We've had a lot of flooding. And due to the monsoons, we moved the uh, high school varsity football game from Thursday night to tonight. And I'm the announcer. I'm kind of the Michael Cole of uh, Camelback High School. Uh, did I send you guys the wave last week? Didn't I send you guys that picture? Thanks. So. That mm -hmm. video, the wave. Yeah. So I love doing that. So that, it, that that's why I got to go. Kick out crew. It's been great. Hey, go announce that shit, guys. man. That's cool. Hell yeah, yeah coach. See you. Bring the fire. Good uh, luck. You know what? Hey, I'll bring the rain, out. baby. Bring the rain. Oh, I'll do it. Wrong, wrong quote. On wrong one. I'll do a shout out on Mike and have my wife tape it. We can put shout it out on, to uh, the kick out crew. Uh, right. That works. Hey, because hey, then, hey, have a good night, coach. High school kids and the crowd may need to hear, like, hey, things get tough, kick out of two. Because that's what we do. We're the kick out crew. We're no, it's going to be incognito. Dick. It's going to be like, oh, that guy kicked out, crew. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> yeah, like yeah. Everyone pull out your phone and subscribe to the kick out crew right now. Right? Yeah. Go to their TikTok. Devin uploads shit daily. Right. And on that note, see you guys. See you guys. later. They are high school kids though. They probably do love TikTok. So I don't I don't think bring the rain was the right thing to say when he's talking about a monsoon and shit. <laughs> no. 
Oh, man. I am that's why, see, that's why we're the best. I'm going to pick <laughs> Gunther and Sheamus as well. Adam. Oh, do we have you to be like me? I know it. Now and throughout. So, Gunther and Sheamus is definitely the pick. Oh, for sorry. That's brutal, such a good match, man. Did you like how at the wrestling showcase, uh, Cordona won and Alba went up there to get the interview and sure enough rips the mic out of his hand and goes up there and does it himself? <laughs> That's yeah, funny. I, I I think uh, I thought that was pretty freaking funny. <laughs> yeah, Alba did too. <laughs> you know, that's wrestling, brother. So, listener questions now and throughout. Yeah, we had uh, two. You have some questions. Um, I don't know if we're gonna be able to get to all of them today, but uh, you know, because we have we'll so many, and we'll we see if we can fit them in. Questions at Kickout Crew. That is oh, at. This Kick is Brian Haremza. Did you guys pick this topic? Because some of you talked to my mom at Top Guy Weekend, and Baron is her favorite wrestler from childhood. Oh. Yeah. That is exactly the reason we why did we it for you. Right? That, you. That's why we did Why didn't we not get this question beforehand? <laughs> we, did. <laughs> we didn't pick it for a Coach Nostalgia on his dad and everything, but you know what? We also picked it because, hey, not only is it Coach's Nostalgia for his dad, it's your, uh, you know, thing for your mom. So that's exactly right, Brian. I'll pull my coach on that one. So he's it's also going to mama because that was obviously a joke. But his second no. question is... <laughs> I know the Japanese dirt sheet rider tried, you know, Trisha Takanawa. That's a family guy thing, but yeah. Oh. Ain't that from family guy? <laughs> Yes. Baron had stints in WWWF, NWA, and AWA. Here we go. I'm sorry Coach has gone for this one, but which promotion do you feel Baron is the most associated with? Oh, WCW. WCW. Croc well, Crockett or AWA, I guess. And AWA? I don't know. I was pretty uh, involved with the Japanese beat writer back in the day. Old, uh... I'm not going to be – that's rude. Trisha Takanawa, you know, I was uh, reading the dirt sheets in uh, in Japan. Baby, <laughs> did you know that the Baba match? Whatever the hell the coach said. No. So, yeah, we obviously um, don't know a whole lot. Probably AWA and, you know, NWA Crockett. We, want to, we did some research here. Uh, coach did a really good bio on it. I would say AWA and Crockett. Shout out to the WHA. AWA, Vern Gagne. Yeah. Definitely. And uh, of course, thank you to Bryant Haremsa for being supportive. The only and, questions. But you know what? It's a tough topic for our guys. Uh, I was actually surprised Pyres didn't jump on this because he's the uh, one to get into this. Oh, role. did he not? He did not. Oh, I, I thought he did. Nope, that's all the well, well, questions. I just wanted to say that since football season has started, I have been very busy. But I did want to ask you a question about Baron Von Rasky. Sorry, his internet. Compact. You are in rare form, my friend, tonight. Hey, sure. man, I've been gone two weeks. and uh, I can tell you, you got it all in It would be day. cool if people like this podcast and be a friend and tell a friend. Just uh, throwing that out there would be really oh, awesome. We do have a lot of good fun, things. Tell a friend, tell a wrestler. Thing. We're not sponsored by anyone except for the cold, refreshing <laughs> taste of natural light. Natural Pepsi! Gingling. And you can't even see it. Look right. at all day. I'm not gonna lie, dude. I, I want to watch the video again when we're done. And this is a 
breaking the fourth wall. This is kayfabe breaking. I swear the doll on the window moved in the middle of this. <laughs> I swear to God, I saw the doll move. The doll on Probably the window. Did. Not you, Brad. Hell, I'd, I'd rather do this. Hey, keep those papers in front of your face because we can't see it. <laughs> it's football. Next. But yeah, I swear <laughs> to God, that doll moved. That being said, oh, fuck yeah. Dude, you misspelled his name. <laughs> we have Demons Demon. Devon's Devon's Demo- You know what's funny? That's autocorrect, bro. This is 22 episodes. <laughs> this, is how it should, this is how it should be spelled anyway. Uh, <laughs> Freaking why? What's funny is I had a friend named Devin millennials. High School. He's not even a millennial. Junior high and high school. He spelled his name with an I-D-E-V-I-N. So you had a lot of chances to get it right. Boy. So, hey, we're going to go to Devon's demographic, Reverend Devon, <laughs> you know. Get the That's table! The <laughs> nah, we're going to go to Devon's demographic. Yeah. All right, so <laughs> my demographic was supposed to be about last night, Sammy Guevara winning the world title. As hey, it'll be a drops. week old by the time this Yeah, you'll never be able to read that shit. But my Devin's demographic of the week is now going to be about his intriguing tweet that he posted pretty much. All right. Good AEW. to go to Devin. Yeah. So, uh, Hi, oh, nice what, name, what, Yay. What, intrig- uh, what intriguing tweet did this guy shit from his brain through synapses to his fingers and thought this was Sammy good. Govar pretty much thanked all the fans. Thanked AEW. Thanked Cody. Thanked everyone he stepped in the ring with for everything and all the support throughout the past three and a half years in AEW. Has yeah, Tony Khan told him to do that because he was shitting on um, Eddie Kingston. That was weeks ago, though. This first-hand knowledge. This is, so is Tony of... Khan a boss because he just let an employee shit all over his EVPs in a press conference. He's yeah, retiring. Exactly. Poor He's Dominic crazy. D'Angelo, huh? <laughs> he was right there, front row for that one. I don't give a fuck about. Hey, fuck them, fuck them, fuck them. Shout out! This is Mindy's biscuits. Fuck them, fuck them, fuck them. <laughs> <laughs> they're not open Mindy's Mondays bakery. and Tuesdays, <laughs> by the way. <laughs> I bet uh, they've been flooded with business. Yeah, but they're but they're probably. Monday, Tuesday. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah. Thank you, Devin. Go ahead. Yeah. Uh, oh, is that it? Yeah, he's that's trying to save face. He's on this show. We've only done, like, an episode about Sammy and probably, I don't know, a segment every episode. Good stuff. Trial coming soon. This shit. 2.0. Oh, wait a minute. Another oh. Devin's demographic of the week. The 2.0 is gone. It's now just NXT. Black and gold again. Did they say I've, black and gold? Or did they say... I've watched, it's actually black, white, and gold. I've watched two episodes of 2.0. That was the very first one. Didn't care for it. And that was the very last one. Didn't care for it. I remember they had a know. wedding on one. One of the last ones I watched, they had a wedding, and I'm like, well, done with this. Yeah, Those they're redoing the performance center and everything now. This is my opinion. This is my opinion on why people don't like it. Because for they built that brand for a lot of years with those characters of, uh, you know, Ciampa, Gargano, and you learn to love them. They, they develop, they develop, they develop, and they basically just started all over again with brand new people. And mm-hmm. you got to learn to like new characters. So I think in another year, you will. I, think I mean, hey, man. Braun Breaker's my dark horse. Well, he's a badass. With, with Cody being all this injury bullshit, he's probably going to win the Rumble. 
But before Cody's injury, I was like, Braun Breaker's winning the Rumble. Just so you know, rewatch that match. Uh, if you haven't watched the Wooden Worlds Collide, watch the Braun Breaker uh, Tyler Bate match. It's uh, really, really good. Oh, Tyler Bate's amazing. God, I, the way that I would book so it is Braun Breaker win the Rumble and beat Roman at WrestleMania. Yeah, I think it's going to be That's Cody. how you make the next motherfucker. You know? Triple, H, Triple H did a uh, really good interview a few days ago. With, I think his name Ariel Hawani. Yeah, uh, like he Ariel. talks about NXT. He talks about, I mean, it's a damn good interview. It's about an hour long, but I mean, it's very intriguing on what Triple H's plans are for the future for NXT um, after the 2.0 and why it was done like it was. I mean, he asked him some damn good questions, you know, like he even asked him about AEW. He said, Did, Were y'all punished? Was it looked at? Was it looked at as y'all getting punished for losing to AEW? And he goes into detail about all of it. It's a damn good interview. Y'all need to check it out. Yeah. And I would rewatch that match as well. I would watch if one match on that pay-per-view, you all have Peacock. Watch the Tyler Bates uh, Braun Breaker match. It's excellent. I like uh, uh Kamala uh, Hayes and uh, Ricochet. Oh, another one. Excellent. Excellent. Hey. You're right. Well, Brad's looking at his watch, so that means that the minutes no, are not. taken down. I'm not looking at my watch. Not currently. I saw you look at It's a transition, Brad. Let it's me finish. A, um, it's actually uh, my phone, too, you know. I get a message. Oh, you got one of them uh, smart no, we got smart ass some, watches. When Man. the glasses come off is when Brad's ready right, to go. Those are the Google ones. <laughs> there we go. When that, that's, that means he's about ready. just make the transition because it was a good one. Sorry, James. Brad's looking at over. his watch. That means that minutes are ticking down. And what better minute on this show than Mike's meat minute? So, Mike, hey, take hey. it away. I fucked that right. out. <laughs> so, tonight, I got a dog fucking whining at the door. Anyways, I got lollipop. Again. Yeah, right. Lollipop chicken. Do we have to soak the chicken in buttermilk for 15 hours? He's gone. Does it got anything to do with crabs? Because I'm tired of people asking me about crabs. And if anybody wonders why we're feeling can you hear me? now we can. Okay. okay, good. Okay, so I'm doing lollipop chicken. So what you want to do is get you some, um, get you a big pot of water. What color lollipops do you use? This is Fill up with water, put it on the stove, and turn the stove on, and let the water sit. <clears throat> and then you get yourself some chicken legs. And about one inch from the meat, you want to cut around the chicken. And take out those tenderloins and stuff. So you just have that round piece of meat on that chicken. You got it? You get what I'm saying? I got you. Okay. So you take that and you want to season it with whatever season you want. And then you wrap it in bacon. Then you season it again. You want to get your grill up to about 350. Throw that chicken on there. Okay. Cook it. Cooks for about 90 minutes. Uh, yeah, nine minutes. So you want to temp to get to one eighty-five. So maybe nine, nine minutes. minutes. Nine minutes. Ninety. Ninety. Okay, 90. I'm not sure I had that right. It's a long time. <laughs> yeah. That's an hour and a half. <laughs> yeah, an hour and a half. Okay. You want the the interior temp to get one eighty-five. Okay. So while that's cooking, what you want to do is you want to get some um, get like three tablespoons of butter. Get you some brown sugar. Get you some other seasoning and barbecue sauce. Other seasoning? Seasoning. Whatever kind of seasoning you like. It yeah. can be JR seasoning. It can be broccoli seasoning. Okay. It can be so like an all-purpose. An all-purpose. Yeah. 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 Just mix it in there. Okay. 
Put on the stove. Put on the stove on low. Let it simmer. You know, just kind of let the butter melt and everything else. Once your uh, chicken gets about 180, you can start putting that sauce on the chicken. Drizzling. Drizzling. Yeah, you want it on there because you got the bacon on there. You got everything on there. It's going to be nice and good. Yeah, you know, smooth and drizzle. Drizzle. Yes. So, but when you do the chicken, though, another thing I forgot to mention is you want to take that meat and you want to push it down. Like you take the tenderloin part off and you take the fat part of the meat, you push it down and let it look like a ball. Is what you want. That's why it's called lollipop. Yeah, push down the chicken balls. <laughs> yeah. So that's why it's called lollipop. So you do that, then you add your season on, get the temperature about 185, pull it off. You can put some baked beans and some uh, garlic bread and whatever else you want to put on the sides with it. You let it roll. Ranch style beans? Is that what you said? Baked beans. Yeah, ranch, ranch style, style beans, beans, bro. Ranch style Those beans. Off it. Chain. That sounds good. Fuck bushes. Fuck all that other stuff. Ranch style beans, the best beans out there. Yep. Makes you brand name ranch style nice. beans. Not like, oh, I made some shit. Like ranch. Yeah, style like, beans. it's yeah. it's the name of the beans. Damn right it is. Very good. And it, and it's a lot easier to eat. It's a lot better. It's amazing because you don't get that tenders and stuff like that. Hold on to the damn meat. Hey, biting the ligaments and all that shit. Yeah, you're yeah. cutting all that stuff out. Sounds I good, like Mike. It. I like it too. I'm hungry. Yeah, Mike, yeah, you should have brought, sure brought your grill to Chicago. Man, it's a bunch of yeah. Yeah, I was gonna put it in my trunk. <laughs> a lot of junk. A lot there of was a there. talk about uh, you know, yeah, that there was talk. I was willing cheap Walmart twenty dollar grill, putting it together and just cooking it up. We oh, actually did have that. I talked to Mike about it too. This yeah, is a we little we discussion we had. I think we just got to have that. Yeah, we decided we, we decided to just go to CityWorks fucking twenty yeah. times. <laughs> yeah, I go to CityWorks and get drunk. Hell yeah, the lollipop chicken sounds really good though. It's really good. It, it may be cooked. You can do fried chicken. You can do any kind of chicken. Next time you do chicken legs, do that. Cut the tenderloins out. Push that meat down and try it out. Completely different experience. Bam. Right. Completely different experience. Thank you for that yes. meat minute, Mike. That's good shit, too. Uh, yeah. Glad it was actually meat, you know, and all that stuff. I do. Never mind. Oh, but wait. I forgot I, I forgot about the water. <laughs> Remember at the beginning, I said take the water and put it on the stove and turn it on? Yeah. Remember that? All right. Well, now you turn it off and just let it sit. What? So you just... <laughs> Love it. <laughs> I'm, gonna let that <laughs> I'm not going to say that one's for the viewers. That was for the oh, viewers for everybody. You come to your own conclusion on that water because I about spoiled it, but hey, can't spoil the boil. You know what I'm saying? I like it. Spoil the boil. So I we love that Jake is looking at the outline right now and seeing his name. <laughs> well, yeah. See, it's y'all's show, so I really don't like to have any of the uh, creative input. Like, I, I would rather it be y'all's show. So, if you notice, I have definitely ducked away from shit like this. But now it is. Actually, last time we did this, I was like, I ain't picking shit. And then I rattled out like four matches. <laughs> if y'all remember that back in the day. You oh, yeah. Seth Rollins in the team. But I do. <laughs> uh, well, we all I pick do, a person. And you I do got a good one. I do got a good one. Okay. 
I was, is, and always will be, I don't know if you know that, you know, a, a red and yellow Hulk Hogan type of guy. I thought Hulk Hogan hung the fucking moon when I was a kid. That being said, I am always red and yellow. When he turned heel, it fucking affected me, like, personally. I was hey. a child. What? You are running? I, I was with mute. Yeah, I, uh, I was there. I was there. Ah, that is true. Mike was yeah. at Bash of the Beach. But when he turned heel and started doing his heel shit, I, I couldn't. I couldn't. I couldn't fuck with it. It hurt me to a core. That is my red and yellow hero. Like, that is wrestling. When it comes raining down and it hurts the side, you get the the Hulk up was the biggest thing in wrestling of all time. The mega powers, baby. You know, you hit him, hit him, and then next he just stops and no sells. I mean, it's the biggest. It set wrestling on the map. This is literally why we're all wrestling fans. Hulk Hogan changed the fucking game. That being said, when he went heel, it fucking cut me deep. Like, how can my guy do this to me? So I do want to, I want to pick two Hogan heel matches. And in my opinion, they're uh, two, two of his losses, actually. And they set not his career, but these two other guys' career in a different stratosphere. With oh, these God, Hogan Goldberg. Hey, oh hey, whatever. Is it your turn? No, I was just—I I thought that was the match you were about to announce. Well, how damn! Let it play out. That being <laughs> said, really, that really I didn't hurt me to an emotional core level, and I, I wanted people to beat him so bad because he was a heel, you know. And he's my red and yellow character. Like Bischoff came out, you know, smiled, did the dimple bullshit. Man, fuck those guys. Somebody needs to give them their comeuppance. That being said, I want to go with two Hogan heel losses that launched a lot of dudes' career. Well, it didn't launch them, but they look uh, highly at them. One of them being uh, the Nitro, the first three-hour Nitro, where Hogan lost two legs. And the crowd goes fucking bananas. This is another cool thing I like about these uh, matches. The crowds are live and in color, and they go fucking apeshit because Hogan didn't lose back in the day. Remember, he had that title, like, Pretty much seemed like two straight years, but he lost a couple times, and I would like to cover those. The that was a good match. Hogan lost, and as Adam so eloquently put it, the biggest crowd reaction to a Hogan loss has to be fucking Goldberg beating Hollywood Hulk Hogan in the middle of his undefeated streak run. So those are going to be my two matches, because I love Hogan. I love the red and yellow. When he went black and white, fucking crushed me. But to uh, those two losses that he had, like, fuck yeah, Lex. Yeah. You know, like, it, it meant something. The Sting build was uh, entirely different, anticlimactic at best. But I do want to cover those two Hogan losses. All they're right, both so on the Nitro. Hogan. They're both on the cock. Like, they're both free, you know. So, those, I, I wanted to do a little twist. I love Hogan so much that I'm going to do his heel losses. Oh, so, I was a huge Hogan fan man. He turned his back on WCW. And he was, you know, fucking, he hates all wrestling fans. Blah, blah, blah. You know, they come out there to booze every night. People threw trash. People fucking threw trash at the NWO. I'm, hell, I'm getting animated talking about it. It's real to me still. So I want to do those Hogan losses because fuck Hollywood Hogan. Red and yellow till the day I die. That, yeah, that's I love it. I love it. Matches. I love it. 
Uh, me Great too. Job. This will yeah. be fun. So, I mean, you just said an awful lot. So I'm going to go a ahead lot. and uh, bring this on home, I think, James. Anybody hey, else? Well, uh, you know, give the people your shit, Brad. <laughs> How can they reach you? Yeah. I don't know. I thought maybe you needed a drink. <laughs> that, was a hell of a, that was a hell of a job, man. All right. So I am Brad at Yes Man Brad on Twitter. This was uh, a very fun episode on Baron Von Raschke. We were very much looking forward to doing it. Uh, when I was, heard this was the topic this week, I, I actually jizzed right in my pants. So that being said, back to you. Baron Von Raschke cured ED. That should be the clickbait. <laughs> so, uh, Devin D19, what? Oh, yeah. I'm not following that garbage. <laughs> All right. So, honestly, I uh, – I knew about the claw way before I knew about Baron Von Raschke. Uh, my uncle, when I was a real little kid, used to grab the claw on me and squeeze the crap out of me. Like four years ago, yeah, big deal. Bottle of Baron Von Raschke. <laughs> That's or fucking a Fritz, you know? Yeah, I imagine it's uh, it's probably after one of those two legends. And I never knew about the claw until we started doing this research. Honestly, Baron Von Raschke himself. I've done the claw to my little brothers just because my uncle did it to me forever. So now it's kind of seeing like uh you know, the originality of it, but it was a, it was a fun episode this week, guys. I am uh Devin D 19 on Twitter, Instagram, Snapchat. Uh, follow us on TikTok, kick out crew pod. Follow yeah, us on Instagram. We're making waves on TikTok. Follow us on the TikTok. I've been uploading on both of those two social media. So all right, try, try and catch them guys. Yeah. What about Snapchat? That's a E L B U O D D. Oh, yeah, if you want to hear, like, you know, you want to see him and Erica under a tent getting drunk or something. Not the, a vending tent, not like a tent tent. Had to clarify. And I am at Whitaker1028. <laughs> um, you can hit me up on Twitter. Uh, you got a special recipe you want me to throw here on the show? Throw it at me. And I want to th- give a special thank to Randy Son. Thanks for doing uh, – Hulk Hogan next week. Definitely have to do that. So, Randy's son, thanks again. That was great. Hulk Hogan losses, but hey, go ahead. Hey, I'm, um, I'm a James. Know. I'm a James. I was a he huge. Didn't, he didn't do too many jobs, but, you know, I'd like right. to cover the well, jobs. No, but Randy's son, you did good. That, that's a good pick. I'm very happy for that one. I can't wait to see it. And it's going to be a great show next week. Yeah. Growing up, I was a big Hogan fan. I mean, I had the 24 inch Python's poster. So I think all of us as kids well, had you that. Oh, me, Gene. Let me so, tell you something, me, Gene. Uh, yeah, like, dude, he was like, yeah. He was, yeah, my, I was, go, he was I, my brother, and I have no brother. I was going around when my mom would take me shopping somewhere when I was a kid. I'd, I'd go posing everywhere. I, I didn't care. I posed everywhere. But, um, and those are two huge matches. So I, I want to say something real quick before James sends us off back in 1986 i was 10 okay and i think i was about in fourth grade i was two and um well the thing is is every we were to write a book he doesn't mean also he means not our book report but a report on your hero and everybody had different heroes up on the wall and i my hero was hulk hogan damn right it was and it like i have he was a real american he fought the right of every man they did not want to give me a good grade on this because back then it was still a little like what wrestling, you know? Come on, dude, really? Well, five I did for it. What's right? Five four. I mean, come on. 
well, here I am. Like, this is a long time ago. And I had like a black and white newspaper clipping of Hulk Hogan. It was inside of the paper, the construction paper. And then there was the report. So he is my hero. He is, Conrad says it all the time, but it, it is true. He is the reason I am a wrestling fan. Am I still a wrestling fan because of him? No. But he is the reason I started watching wrestling. True. So I'm excited for this as well. So you guys can catch me at Adam underscore from underscore Bama. You can also catch me on Top Guy Theater since I never put the show over. Who the fuck is this dude? <laughs> you have you have an outro? Like, who the you can catch guy? me on Top Guy Theater. And next week will be an awesome show because I love Hulk Hogan. That's very pandering of y'all to say. And we got I, uh, I do want to say uh What's funny about uh, last week's episode, I found out more about these guys that I host with than I've ever. I didn't know Devin was had that many fucking siblings. I didn't know Brad had the S on his chest. Speaking of Superman, I do want to say this. While I was in Enid, Oklahoma, somebody made this comment. It was like, because I have short hair. They're used to be having the fro and everything. And they're like, damn, James, you look like Superman in the face. Like he paused and was like, in the face and i was like oh whoa so i can't be like you know so the body's not superman and then they followed up with well you remember when four was uh thor was fat in that one movie you look like a out of shape superman I'm like all right <laughs> i guess hey good to be back man <laughs> love visiting in oklahoma can't wait to go back yeah fun stuff but the main issue was I found out more about you guys not being on the episode. I had no clue Devin had that many siblings. Brad loves Superman so much he tattooed it. Like well, no he didn't even know who Superman was. He doesn't know who these superheroes are. I got a Batman on my back, so I can't say nothing. Well, I, it's funny I made a Thor, like, you know, fat Thor joke, because Devin doesn't even know who the fuck plays anybody in any movie. <laughs> <laughs> I am not good with superheroes. <laughs> huh? No. What? I know Toby Maguire is the real Spider-Man. Uh, I'll give you that. Yeah, okay. You that. I bet you do. <laughs> He's definitely not Andrew Garfield. <laughs> Last episode. Oh, uh, I do kind of want to say what Mike was kind of saying. We have uh Coach Rosie who was on earlier. Catch him at Coach Rosie. Real Coach the Rosie. Real Coach Rosie. Yeah. yeah, not the other wrestler. Not the fake one, the real one. We should yeah. make a fake Coach Rosie Twitter. We should. God. I take so much effort. <laughs> right. You can't even run <laughs> our TikTok and Insta. Yeah, I, I don't even have a TikTok, talk, whatever the hell it's called. That's another social thing, media dude. account you got to run. <laughs> uh, well, guys, it was great. Oh, yeah, great Brad's set. in trouble. So it looks like it's about that time. You're talking to someone who's probably the wifey. I'm sorry, I'm James just keeps talking. <laughs> just back tonight. Schlumberg. I was hey. thinking he would talk about losing all of his shit. No, coming <laughs> yeah. off about marks. I'm sorry. Hey. Yeah, we didn't even bring up you lost your phone. Oh, I lost a lot, dude. That whole the whole thing was a travesty. <laughs> Woke up late from a flight. Had to buy a $500 new one. Went to Chicago, lost my phone. Went to Enid, my debit card wouldn't work. Like, oh yeah, dude, it's been a comedy of errors my past two yeah, weeks. Because you spent all your money. No, I didn't. <laughs> the funny thing is, Chase was like, "Well, it's a suspected fraud," and I'm like, "It's not suspected fraud. Like, I'm using it." And they're like, "Oh well, your card's damaged, so you can't use it." And they're like, "But you can go to this is 5:45 on Friday night. 
<laughs> oh, well, you can go to the nearest chase. I'm like, well, it's 545 and the nearest chase is an hour away. So, no, I can't. So, to cash out my dad, you know, money, then uh, pay a fee for that. So, then he uh, puts on his card, pay a fee for that. Then we go to an ATM and get that money back. So, I have some cash. Fun stuff. That being said, it looks like we are desperately out of time. I am James L. Cori. We are, you are, all of us are the kickout crew. It's not our show. God almighty, someone take it from me. It's your show. But you can follow us on Twitter at kickout crew. You can watch us on YouTube. And this one is a doozy. (laughs) And uh, listen on all of the uh, podcast platforms. Follow us on TikTok. I was about to say Devin. But follow Devin and us on TikTok. And, uh, you know, well, when life gets you down, you just got to get, man, I will say this, and this is for everyone out there, because when life does get you down, fucking kick out it too. That's what we all do, because you're here with us and we're here with you. And we're the kickout crew. You're the kickout crew. It's your show. Hope everyone loves it. Hope everybody uh, appreciates it. Sorry for the laughs. Ha! <laughs> You know, but what hey, fuck? Oh, hey, uh, listen, be a friend, tell a friend if you think we're funny, fucking tell people about us. But uh, that's enough of me rambling. Let's hey, we're out. See Peace. You. Everybody. Goodbye and good night. Bang. Bang.